Oh, Pack of wounds. All right, uh, looks like uh, Neil's been at some of that diet food again. Heard <laughs> <laughs> anything further on that, Carolyn? Uh, welcome back to the morning sickness crew. <laughs> Are we still only talk about sports at a rapid pace. Now, hold on, Devo. No forced laughter here. Hey, you think that's good? When I was at the track last night, a horse I bet on was so slow, the jockey kept a diary. <laughs> what was that, Carolyn, about the girl that was raped in the hurricane's locker room? Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, thanks for making the studio smell better, toots. Okay, we got Latrine Comics on the line. Hi, Latrine. How are you doing, man? Uh-huh. Hey, you remember that man say, well, ain't nobody knocking down nobody to for trash in the 380 mark or whether, 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 uh, Lamar Smith. Okay. Well, let me tell you, like, you ain't people they have in those two years. They don't know who'd be out of their mind if we signed both of them. What did he say? Yeah, he's a bitch to me, I'll tell you. Huh? Two prominent quarterbacks, that's why they signed Ray Lucas and Kay McNair. Kay McNair is our future to get a guy a chance. Ray Lucas will come in next year. Ain't nobody gonna knock down. He don't give him a lot of care, too. He won't take the next contract we give him. He gotta take what he can. Lucky for the people, a lot of games we lost. He put it in a situation, a lot of games we won today, but he lost more than he won. Thank you for your call. Yeah. Okay, it's time for another funny interactive comedy bit. Oh, boy. Right, it of you, Goldie Horn. So, uh, Goldie. Yeah? Not you, Goldie. <laughs> <laughs> so, Goldie, what's your take on college athletes who aspire to play Schmear the Queer? <laughs> I think there's a responsibility. Uh-huh. I think there's a responsibility. Hey, you got members. something against I playing there. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Uh huh. How you raise your children? I take umbrage to what you said about grab soccer. <laughs> Sounds like a real ice queen, if you ask me. Yeah, like your wife. Well, let's not get into that. Oh, look, we got the guy with the eyes for the third time today. Hiya, Kenny. Thank you for your call. Ain't this more fun than cutting your balls off with a serrated scissors? So I guess uh, Mepo is trying to uh, worm his way back in again, and his old crew. You think so? The morning crew? They must think he has a few points, the management in here. That's what it looks like, that phony letter to the editor in yesterday's Herald, which I never would have known about except for the fact Mo was going ballistic this morning. Nice going, Mo. I thought it, I could hear his wig hopping around on his forehead, crawling around, just having a nervous breakdown. Come on, Mo, just calm down. Can't handle it. This is such a negative place. How come this would be in everybody's box, spreading so much negativity? What kind of an asshole would do that in this place and spread it in everybody's box? Don't be spreading in anybody's box, okay? And keep in mind... Dad's Traffic. I'm Mark Morton on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Oh, I'm going to play that 6,000 times today. You know, I'm, I'm squeezing my kneecap. I'm so excited about that. Woo! Anyway, there's this uh, fake letter to the editor. Well, maybe uh, there really is a Jim Lenson plantation. We'll let the audience decide. Right. First, I want to mention, though, we have three very strange memos that came out uh, right after the show on Friday. Or at least they uh, came over my fax machine. I thought maybe there were, like, some more emails that Mo got, but not that exciting. There's about positions available in the, in the engineering department, senior broadcast engineer, staff engineer one, and staff engineer two. A one and a two and whatever else you got. Yeah. Huh? Huh? I don't. I don't understand this. No, I don't know. What the hell? We need all these new engineers about. Unless, of course, the station's actually being sold now. You think that's a possibility? Don't tease. We can only pray. Oh. Okay. The poll from uh, over the weekend. Big response. Of course, not the right responses, but you can't hear everything. Eighteen hundred and twenty-some votes. What was the worst chapter in American history? We left off an obvious one. 
Who's that? The hiring of Mo on QIM. Oh. That would have put us over 2,000, I bet. What was the worst chapter in American history? Slavery, 444. The 2000 presidential election, 389. Slaughter of the American Indians, 289. Vietnam, 202. The Civil War, 147. Vietnam, only 11.1%. Thought that was the worst chapter in American history. So obviously they haven't been watching the Born on the Fourth of July, or their memory is very bad, right. or they know nothing about history. Or all of the you above. Think? Civil War, 147. The assassinations of the 60s, JFK, Martin Luther King, and Bobby Kennedy, only 99, 5.4% of this audience thought that those three assassinations, one of the most grotesque periods in the history of the human race, were the uh, worst chapter in American history. Should have been top three at the worst. The attack on Iraq, 73. And here's, here's an interesting one. Monica Gate, 67. Now, it all depends on how you look at that. Right. It was an ugly chapter. Now, how come all those calls are on here? I give up. Carlos? Oh, that was before George told me what the poll was going to be. What do you mean by that? I did. I thought... Now, I'm talking about going nine, it's always the hey, what ever do to you guy. Hey, Miami, Neil. hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, what was I going to call this? Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I just, I'm just curious now. I'm not calling to... Push your bubble, anything, or to get you pissed off. But I was just curious as to we, what. We did the week. The, you're the first call of the week. We're not going to get me pissed off on the first okay. call of the week. What kind of attitude is that? Well, you know, I know this. Okay, it's just a sticky, right? But I, I know I just. I don't know. I don't want to piss you off. But listen, before you. Why do you keep saying that? Okay, I'm sorry. I won't say it no more. Get to it. Okay. Uh, what is it going to take? I know it's a long list. You probably need a freaking accountant. But what is it going to take for for you and Mo to become? I mean, they have to apologize. Have to, apologize for what? For the fact that he's a, a, a doddering old yeah, fool who likes to get everybody can? Like, you know, I mean, what, what is it? I mean, we, we have, I'm pretty sure the audience would like to know what... what I mean, you, you said most of everything, but I, I was just curious as what the hell... No, see, that, that's because I'm up front. I do my stuff right on the air so everybody knows where I'm coming from as opposed to trying to get people canned off the... You know, do stuff behind the scenes and stab people in the back. I mean, I don't know if you... Care of you heard, but I was the last caller of the show, and I talked to him, and I can I can hear. A little I, I, I don't. Uh, we don't listen to the last hour and a half of his show. I was talking to the ratings. I'm talking about the ratings, and he seems to be like a little pompous ass because every time I would try to speak, you know, you, George, I hear you breathing hard in the background. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm trying to be. Well, well, what is the point of this, sir? Mo and I are not going to get along. I, I despise the I man. Know. I will dance on his grave and have a nice day. Although I didn't do there like it says in that letter from Defoe. I mean, from Jim Lentz in Plantation. Why not let the caller decide when the conversation should end? Oh, That's got to be one of the most amusing uh, lines I've ever <laughs> read in my life. Why not let the caller decide? This guy just got off the air. He was the last caller on Moe's show, and now he's calling me. And you wonder why we cut people short? Get your own goddamn show, okay, <laughs> putz? What's it going to take? It's not going to take anything. Maybe about five million bucks will do it, I think. Small bills. Anyway, I never finished the poll result. Monica Gates, 67. But like I said, it depends on how you look at it. It was an embarrassing chapter, but probably, well, for you see what I'm saying? I, I understand. The, the Depression, 58. The internment of Japanese Americans during WW2 had 22 votes. WW2, 15. Watergate, 12. Monica Gate had 67. And Watergate, which resulted in the only resignation by an American president in our history, had only 12 votes. Right. World War One had one, and Gulf War One had none, which, of course, in both of those cases, good job. But Watergate had only 12 Wow. 
Can't complain about the American people's knowledge of history because, generally speaking, they don't have any. But we get a good response. That's all we care about. Now, what was this last guy babbling about? What's it going to take for yeah, you and Yeah, what's it going to take to get you to, to get, get along? Okay, sir, we don't get along. We're not going to get along. I decide, like I've told you a million times, and it's not shtick. I would be delighted to dance on a man's grave. He's done too many dastardly things, and there's no way, you know, like, like at the beginning of the show, Neil is next. Like like all of us say, this man is, is un, unspeakable. There are no words <laughs> to describe him. No, seriously. It's like a like, like a husband that comes home and beats his wife and kids and just goes crazy and starts throwing crap and then goes out for a couple of hours and comes back and says, hey, hi, honey, what's for dinner? You know, it's just, it doesn't make any sense, you know? It doesn't make any sense. It's too late now, you know? It's like O.J. trying to suck up to the Brown family, inviting himself over for supper. I don't think there are any invitations coming, O.J. That's the same thing. What's it going to take? Anyway, here's this letter, and I guess we'll do the break first. Okay. But there's some real telltale signs, real tip-offs in his letter. In the sports section in the Herald yesterday, which I never, I mean, you would think that all the reading that I do on the Internet, I'm going to waste my time reading the letters to the sports editor in the Herald. So if it wouldn't have been for the fact that Mo went ballistic on this, and of course, he went ballistic, obviously not even understanding, reading between the lines in his letter, because he hasn't been around long enough to have any right. idea what he's talking about. How would he know? That's right. So he would have no idea that all of these lines that are in this letter are lines, uh, they're depotisms. <laughs> no, seriously, I think Jim Lentz is either another identity of Jeff DeForest, or maybe it's Polly, uh, the Polly man's boyfriend. I don't know who it is. Yeah, it's his nom de plume. That must be. There's a real mystery in this letter. I'll tell you that right now, which we'll get to, and a bunch of other good stuff. Here's a great website for you, whitehouse.org. In fact, Beaner Boy is putting a uh, link to it on our website right now. Everybody must go. In fact, I got a couple of great articles. <laughs> I love the one about <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, you you might you ought to check this out right now. Landover Baptist Church, where the worthwhile worship unsaved or not welcome as Jesus commanded. Pastor exposes perverted little cartoon character, and there's Square <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. And uh, on the picture, it says, warning, you must be sa uh, a saved adult over the age of 18 in order to rub your mouse over this image. And the image is the eyes with the uh, nose on top. It's like the upside-down head, only when you rub your mouse on it, it turns into something else, a different kind of head. It's uh, 11 past 9 at 560 WQAM. And how come I didn't let that call around a little bit longer, you know? Yeah, he didn't let you know when he was done. Oh, I think he was done. <laughs> How many times did you hear about an opportunity and you didn't act? You sat there like you were frozen, like you were in suspended animation. You missed out. Well, right now is one of those times. Rarely does an opportunity interrupt your important life, but this one should. Interest rates have gone down even lower than ever before. Financial Group was offering an interest rate of 3.45%, then lowered it to 2.95%. Now, rates have gone down even lower. 2.45% financing with Financial Group. Let me say it again. 2.45%. Call Financial Group toll-free at 1-800-940-LEND. How long will these interest rates last? Probably not very long, so it's a window of opportunity, which we invite you to hop right through with Financial Group and get you an incredible low rate of just 2.45% and save thousands and thousands of dollars. Call Financial Group toll-free, 1-800-940-LEND. What will 2.45% financing do to those monthly payments? A $200,000 loan, you pay only 786 bucks a month. A $100,000 loan, you pay only 393 a month. Do it now. Call Financial Group toll-free, 1-800-940-LEND. That's 1-800-940-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Credit restrictions do apply and rates are subject to change without notice. 5.34 APR. Mike and Lowe. 
This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Oh! Yeah. M-O-N-D-A-Y-S-U-C-K-S. Excuse me, sir. I'm with 560 WQAM. Uh, we'd like to know, are you a sport hole? Yeah, damn right I am. What's your opinion? I mean... What's your take on the recent changes at WQAM? Well, I'm glad that old fag is gone, because I want to hear sports all day. You know, just real men talking all day about men. Now, I know they got that Cuban feller he's filling in, but he talks too much about women, you know. He's a straight guy. But I want to hear other men ogle other men's firm butts and tight loins and well, that's what sports is all about, buddy. Give me all sports radio, where they ogle men all day. Give me all sports radio, I grab myself when I hear sports holes say, Look how fast he can run. Look how fast he can jump. That's the kind of man I'd like to hum. Give me all sports radio for the manly man uh, who likes men. 917 at 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you. got the Mad Dog. All right. 1 o'clock this afternoon. The Humper at Chula's at 3. Looks like we're back to like our almost a real schedule, except, of course, Hurricane Hotline at 7. The big oh. 8 to 10. Eddie K from GA 10 to 2. And Joe and Mark overnight. No ball games today. No hockey game. No basketball game. No baseball game. No football game. No uh, draft show. Just a good regular day of uh, great programming for all to, to enjoy. Free. But Jim in Plantation. Jim Lentz <laughs> in Plantation. And I'm just going to read the letter, okay? Lentz, analyze it. In, in addition to which, this uh, clown that calls here that felt he was had such important stuff to say calls the last call on Mo's show and calls me to start the show here today, back-to-back. Back. See, most of this audience doesn't care about whether Mo and I mend fences because most of this audience doesn't listen to the show in the first place, and probably vice versa, except for the few Ojan Provocateur radio groupies out there that just can't shut it off. They want to stir up a bunch of crap like that guy. See, some people with brains, they'd rather smoke the pot. Other people are just uh, can't afford any. They just want to stir it, you know? And then, of course, you got the real losers who just want to sit around, sit around and pick the seeds out. Anyway, this letter, talk radio needs a boost. Now, I want you to listen very carefully, even though it's, it's, it's a throwaway thing. But listen to the content. Listen to the style. It's clear that WQM general manager Greg Reed needs to energize Howard David's morning show and the Jim Mandich and Hank Goldberg shows need changes. This is Jim and Plantation, who's our new program director, as if we don't have enough of those already. David, a stand-up radio host, and of course we do know he did the show standing up with Geldy about two weeks ago for about five minutes, and then his old varicose veins started kicking in, had to sit down again. David, a stand-up radio host, uncharacteristically, uncharacteristically faded like a cheap claimer at Gulfstream Park. Okay? Are you following that line there? Faded like a cheap claimer at Gulfstream Park. Oh, my God, you can smell the corn, and it's not coming from Iowa, Defoe. When a February caller asked him to comment on some Neil Rogers remarks on his show with a D, there's no D in my name, okay? The D is in David. He took one of those extra Ds on the end of David and put it in my name. David, who has an opinion there, everything said, I only worry about what happens between 6 and 9 a.m. Howard, give us your opinion on Rogers, be it good or bad. 
Hasn't he already done that? Yeah. Like for the last 13 months? Yes. Which he's entitled. David should inform his listeners on the specific support he thinks is lacking by WQM management. Now, you'll notice that all of this is an outgrowth of a Barry Jackass column. Remember when Mo said that he uh, was disappointed in the lack of support? Remember that one? Yes. And also about uh, Greg Reed saying that he, they need to energize the All of this is just a ripoff from Barry Jackass. Maybe this is Barry Jackass's uh, bunk butt buddy. Who knows? Mm -hmm. However, Paul Messel should be brought in as a third personality to liven up the morning show. And, of course, everybody's saying, who? So I'm assuming <laughs> that that must be the Pauly man since I... he and Defoe are joined at the... Are you starting to get the... Yeah. Messel is clever, glib, and very funny, and he would add a much-needed on-air charismatic chemistry to the show. Maybe some of those Defoe losers, I mean, people can uh, let us know for sure, but I'm pretty sure that's the Pauly man who is not funny, not needed on-air, and uh, would add no chemistry to any show. And definitely shouldn't be on this station again, ever, under penalty of death. Even though WQAM has a reputation of being cheap, a co-host needs to be added to manage his show. It says, is managed capable of an intelligent conversation in more than 30 seconds with any caller? The competent Wolverine seems to pride himself in getting the caller off the air as soon as possible, and he rudely cuts off the caller too soon. All right. Here comes that jackpot line. Why not let the caller decide when the conversation should end? <laughs> in fact, that first guy that called us this morning, he's probably still talking. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you. He probably was talking all the way through his Mo call and then all the way through our uh, beginning of the show, the open, and all the way through the first bit. Bop, 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 bop. Anyway, why not let the caller decide when... I mean, stop and think about that, okay? Uh, I have. Let the caller decide when they, uh, he's done talking? We have some people be on till midnight. <laughs> then Jim in Plantation goes on to say, Jeff DeForest would add needed shtick to the Manage gig. Now, first of all, keep in mind, Manage is doing just great. His numbers are sensational. Uh, he's only got a two-hour show, plus he only works about three days a month anyway. Let me take a look. Is he on all week this week? Oh, my God. Oh! See, just to, just to show me up, he's going to be on every day this week. So it says on a schedule. But you know about our right. schedules. But nevertheless, he's only got a two-hour show. He needs Jeff DeForest on the show? No. Like I need hemorrhoids. Like Mo needs more varicose veins. And then it goes on to say, since the guy don't want to leave anybody out, Goldberg's picture is next to the word B-O-R-I-N-G in the dictionary. Where does that line come from about somebody's picture being next to a word in the dictionary? Who uses that all the time? Oh, I've never God. heard that before. His unpredictable caller tirades are a disgrace to his profession. Why does Reed allow Goldberg to continue to be rate callers? I'll tell you why, Jim, because it's entertaining, because that's what we love best about the humper, is when he does get pissed off and he starts bitching people out on the phone. It's entertainment, that's what it's called. Then it goes on to say, sports talk radio should be fun, lively, and thought-provoking. In other major markets, sports talk radio pairs likable personalities that make for enjoyable, caller-friendly, humorous, and intelligent sports conversation. Sunny South Florida sports talk radio deserves better. Sunny South Florida sports talk This is a letter that ought to be framed, okay? This is the kind of stuff that the Miami Herald waste their print, waste their valuable space on. Is this letter from uh, Jeff DeForest or from the Pauly Man or Jim Lentz? Uh, uh, take your pick. That would be a good poll, a, a mini poll. Who do you think really wrote this letter? Faded like a cheap claimer at Gulfstream Park? Oh, my God. There's only one person in the history of mankind I know that uses corny, corny lines like that, Defoe. Oh, brother. Today's poll inspired by this story. Fast food for troops. This is a true story, by the way, not one that we're... Making up like the, one, the ones from WhiteHouse.org, <laughs> which are much more entertaining. This is kind of entertaining. The borders are still shut. The diplomats have yet to travel. But envoys from Pizza Hut and Burger King have arrived in Iraq. 
Yeah, we're going to poison whoever's left. The two fast food giants set up their first franchises inside the war-torn country while many aid convoys waited on the borders for the war to officially end. In other words, they were in there first. You following this? Right. The trucks, the convoys with the good stuff, they were on the outside. And uh, Pizza Hut, Burger King, their people were inside already. And go Get figure. the ovens going. Get that conveyor belt going. In fact, you know something they have in common? They both use conveyor belts. Right. That's a true story. Those Are you aware that at Burger King they cook the burgers on conveyor belts? Uh, am I aware of it? I used to work there. They got a guy that slices up the tires in the back. Right. And they got, what, what do they call those things? Like a mold? You know? <laughs> right. It's they a melt down press. the tires and they, they <laughs> use the mold and they get that little round patty of uh, rubber and they stuff it through the conveyor belt. And that's a, that's a, a whopper. It's a whopper <laughs> of a lot when they tell you that's a hamburger. Anyway, the two fast food giants set up their first franchises inside the war torn country while many aid convoys waited. The arrival of the two restaurants sighted inside giant trailers on a British military base near Basra won a rapturous welcome from soldiers whose limited range of rations lost their appeal many weeks ago. But some officers were less than keen on the new arrivals, which are due to start selling food uh, today, since this is yesterday's story. <laughs> oh. Yeah, today. I would prefer we got decent showers and toilets sorted out first, muttered one high-ranking officer. Yeah, they're going to need those toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Fast food outlets are common in U.S. bases, including Camp Doha in Kuwait, but it's believed to be the first time they've been sighted inside a British military base. We'll get even with those bastards. Put down the spotted dick. Here's a whopper. Another officer who was directly involved in the franchise process said it's an Americanism. We usually have them off the base, but because it's still a war zone, we have to give them protection. Permission to open the restaurants was granted to the Army, and they'll be run by existing franchise holders from Kuwait with a percentage of any profits going to charity. But soldiers waiting for a brewery franchise to be awarded are set for disappointment as military chiefs have already vetoed any booze being sold on the base, which is home to almost 8,000 British soldiers. A spokesman for the two restaurants, Atef Basen, said, I hope we do good business here. That's what Atef said. I hope we be doing a good business here. How do you like that? Burger King and... <laughs> Pizza Hut. So that's our poll question today. There's my inspiration for it. Where would you never eat even if they gave you the food for free? I love this poll. Now, I only put down three just to get started. I'm sure we'll have many other suggestions. McDonald's. And I, I, I would, I'd be lying if I said that because I've eaten at McDonald's like I told you. And right. I'm even admitting I like Matt Damon today. I'm really coming out of the closet wow. today. Because I saw a little bit of Goodwill hunting last night with the Robin Williams and Matt Damon. I taped it. It looked like a pretty interesting flick. Nothing wrong with Matt Damon, believe me, in my book. Anyway, McDonald's, Pizza Hut, and Burger King. Now, didn't you say something else? No, I'm, I'm having difficulty choosing between uh, Pizza Hut and Burger King. Okay, and then we'll add some other, a whole bunch of other ones in here. Where would you never eat even if they gave you the food for free? And I have one other one on the bottom. I don't want to mention who who, the thought of who inspired me for this. If it's free, I'll eat it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it's free, I'll eat it. We'll put that as another choice. You keeping track of these now? Yes, we are. Good. Speaking of it's free, I'll eat it. The bee says he's delighted with his free food. Now, it won't be free for you, but no matter how much you pay, it's worth it to lose the weight and save your life, get healthy and looking great, putting on some real-sized clothing. The beast has lost 62 pounds <laughs> on balance for life. Well, he still don't look all that great, but nevertheless, he's getting there. If you want to lose the weight, if you're frustrated with all the other fad diets that you've tried, maybe you lost some weight on some of them and then you gained it right back. Here's the answer for you. Balance for life. No cooking, no shopping, no cleaning, no worries, no calorie counting, no carb counting, just great results. 
Balance for Life combines the knowledge of the Zone Diet with special emphasis on the glycemic values of carbs, and they do all the figuring out for you. They deliver to your door a little black sack every morning by 6 a.m. to your home, to your work, wherever it's most convenient for you. And all your food for the day is in your sack. You get to choose between two uh, alternatives for each meal every day that you run a program. That's the only choice you'll have to make. The food is fresh and delicious. There are chicken dishes and veal dishes, all kinds of good stuff in there. Three gourmet meals, two delicious snacks right in your little sack. And like I said, you'll be full. You won't be starving by the end of the day. Nothing frozen, nothing artificial. So if you're sick and tired of being fat, if you're being unhealthy, which, believe me, fat is what it's all about, let Balance for Life help you lose the weight the painless, delicious way. Call them today, and you can be a lot better looking than the beast before you even hang up the phone. Call 954-568-3229. 954-568-3229 or check them out on that wicked World Wide Web at balanceforlife.com Live and local We're Sports Radio 560 QAM Holy Mackinac This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs and you're listening to the Hockey Authority Neil God. Clear Channel wants you to show your support in our rally for Pax America. We'll be scheduling one in your town soon. So call your local Clear Channel on the corner and sign up now. All 50 of you will be supplied with our handheld patriotic signs of hate and will be invited to enjoy our Texas-style Christian barbecue while flipping off liberal dissenters. The festivities will be capped off with a community book-burning bonfire. All you have to remember is march forward in lockstep. And don't blink your eyes. Hey, what? You blinked your eyes. Be a patriot, not a liberal book reader. The talented Phil Henry was once one of those. So we took him downstairs to the quiet room. We're aware that you're a nice guy, Mr. Henry. I was a nice guy myself once. Yeah. Oh, I had my share of liberal views in the past. And I found out, Mr. Henry, that the world is a school of business. Are you sure? There is no need for free thought or creativity. Yeah, but let me say something for Let me say something. There is only a need for Clear Channel, General Electric, Halliburton, Bechtel, Amico, Chevron, and Shell. Okay. From now on, Mr. Henry. Yeah. You will make all your perverted characters live. Liberal dissenters. Okay. Because Mr. Henry... Okay. Yeah. You're a radio dummy. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. 933 at 560. Jersey Gaggy sucks, okay? Okay. WQAM. Now, this fact that you just sent me, uh, this this is this guy's getting too chronic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Don't you recognize this handwriting from sure, Palm Beach? Sure, I mean, daily. I'm not saying there's Several anything times. wrong with it, but just, just uh, give it a little bit of a rest, okay? There, there's some people who want, it, who want me to do the show as kind of like a running commentary with them on a personal basis. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> do I know what you're saying? Right. And that's not the way it works. <laughs> Although I do think it's a really good idea to let the callers decide when they're done. <laughs> sure. Well, how about the faxers? Let them decide. WQAM, here's Miami. Hello. <laughs> the dog's done, I can tell you that. That's all of the, day so far. He's, the dog's done. You could smell it. Five six seven oh five. That was probably Jim Lentz calling from Plantation. Come on, Jim, call in. Call in if there really is a Jim. I bet she sounds a lot like Defoe or the Paulie Man. What a joke. What a piece. Thanks a lot, Mo, for turning us on to that letter. But and he was all bent out of shape that some jackass there in the building put it in uh, everybody's mailbox. In a place that feeds on negativity so bad, we have so much negativity in this place. Why would some jackass go around and put this... See, the reason he's upset is because it takes such a nasty shot at him, you know? Although it takes pretty much of a shot at everybody else. But the fact that it starts out with a shot at him, and the show needs some... Uh, what was it? Because I already Schmidt can't let her. What was the award? The line? Oh, I saved it. It's down here at the bottom, though. 
<laughs> it needs something. Like an enema. Oh, here it is. It needs, uh, they need, Greg needs to energize it. Ah. And why does Greg allow this? Why don't you send a letter to Greg instead, okay, Jim? In fact, call up Barry Jackass. He'll get a hold of Greg for you. 5670560, pound 560 on AT&T and Verizon line. Let's see, I'm, and I, even though we'll put a lot of others on here, I'm already voting for uh, Burger King. I started I, to say before I interrupted myself, uh, I can't put down McDonald's because in Amsterdam I have already admitted to, and I uh, probably in the future again will eat there. Because the food there is so bad. At least McDonald's, you can do your Atkins but not eating the bun. Right. And you know what you're going to get. You know? I voted for, for uh, the other one, the Hut. I voted for Burger King. Oh, I would. Uh, Pizza Hut used to bring us food at Zeta. was pretty good. Of course, they used to make special stuff for us. Not the ordinary pedestrian stuff mm -hmm. you get in the, uh, the cookie cutter stuff. How you doing, Red? Wasn't Red the Zoltan's father-in-law or somebody? I don't know. I thought, yeah. uh, I thought he was in construction or something, Zoltan's father. His father-in-law. Get oh. out of get out of here, okay? Hey, Carlos, you got that uh, new chair seat? My ass is all fitted. Because I heard that the one George has been sitting has got cooters, uh, cooties. <laughs> Twenty votes on there. Eleven people said if it's free, I'll eat it. <laughs> How do you like that? Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. In other words, if it's free, it's me. Right. Four for McDonald's, three for Pizza Hut, and two for Burger King. And we'll add, like I said, any place else you want. Anything. Here's Miami. Hello. I guess we should let him go on. Although he was done. <laughs> are you? Are we sure he was done? I'm not sure. Let's call him back. Oh, Paulie won't see him no more. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. I see line nine. It's never a real call. Just like that first call. Here's Miami. Hello. Oh, I gotta follow that guy, Neil. Yeah. Oh, damn. Should be easy. But listen, putting slavery in the same category with those other ones, I think was unfair because I, it was a bunch of poor. Broke people getting there. This is the same Broke. guy that called before. Yes, it is. Yeah, and he's called back again now, line nine. Don't answer line nine, okay? Mm -hmm. Like I said, there's some people who think we're going to do the whole show for them. He wasn't done. He was done. <laughs> he was done before the phone rang the first time. You're, you're a crazy Good person. Why, this guy must have gotten a bad batch of goods over the weekend or something, you know what? Man, there must have been something really strange in his Easter basket. Here's Miami. Hello. George White, have a sweet pool tan. What? I, I didn't get it. It was the whispering guy. Here's mm -hmm. Miami. Hello. Neil, I'm sorry. That was, wasn't my dog. That was another dog. I'm at the bed trying to get rid of my dog. Anyway. make trying to get rid short. of it? Well, you know, I'm trying to get her better. I said, I said the wrong thing. No, you um, didn't. You're trying to get rid of it. Don't Trace give that this call, Carlos. Hey, don't give that first caller your uh, home address in Toronto there, you know, in Frogland. So. Anyway, um, I'm curious. I have type 2 diabetes. The only reason I'm calling you is because I know that you have some type of diabetes. I'm not sure what it is, but... I've been eating grapes lately, and it lowers your blood sugar. I can't even... No, I, no it does not. But Neil, at minus 112 this morning. I couldn't believe it. And that's without glucophage. No drugs, no nothing. Eating grapes, it. sir, eating grapes does not lower your blood sugar. No. There must be some other reason. Grapes are loaded with uh, with uh, sugar. I, with... I know it sounds amazing, Neil, but I drink red wine. It does the same thing, so it's got to be the red grapes. Because I didn't yeah. eat anything else yesterday. I ate some cookies that I would have... would have been one. Well, if you eat red morning. grapes in moderation, it won't, it won't hurt your blood sugar, but it certainly isn't going to bring it down. I couldn't believe it. I just tell you that I was like flipped out at 112, you know, yeah. without without drugs. Great. I just want to tell you that because I don't know what your situation is, but I thought I'd just tell you that, you know. Well, my sugar was 120, so I'm afraid. Although I didn't eat any red grapes, I guess if I would have popped a few of those, I might have like 
gotten it down a few points. It but was are you okay. not, you're not taking any drugs? Yeah, I take Linase. Okay, but I'm, I'm off that after four and a half months. So well, I'm going to go out and buy me a bunch today. How do you like that? Do, do it, I'm telling I'm you. I'm going to go out and find me a big red bunch. One last thing. Yes. Not for the first caller, but what do you call a 70 white guy chasing a black guy? Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. I think his time was up. Wasn't that called done? He wasn't done. He was done. WQA in Miami. Oh huh? man. Yeah. Please, George, <laughs> exactly. shut up. Oh. Here's Davey. Hello. Oh, brother, we got a good crowd today. We're, let's go back to the screen list, okay? It's a lot better, Carlos. You got Don't be putting anybody on hold, you idiot. Look how great we were doing before. And have we had any suggestions for the poll yet? Not one? No. No. By fax, you're uh, getting it now. But I don't, we don't, who needs the, why do you, why are you faxing? Why can't you just tell me what they are? You just are compelled to waste my fax paper. Yes. Polish up that seat, Carlos. I mean, how long can these be? Oh, here's at least a piece of copy. Nice going, Adam. That sales department, man, you can't complain about the work they're doing because they ain't doing any. Good golly, Miss Molly. That play, I'm not going to go into it. I don't want to let Mo get me started. About that place. You can't complain about the job management's doing either, because they sure as hell ain't doing one. Now he's doing a job on somebody. Let's see, the, cor oh, the correct answer. <laughs> this is another chronic factor, I should point out. Mm -hmm. The correct answer, the food sold outside of the Orange Bowl or Joe Robbie Stadium before ball games. So what do we, uh... Yeah, how do we distill what do we that? Do? Huh? Street meat? No, that's not street meat. Uh... South Florida Stadium food. Huh? Okay. Well, that's the best I can condense it. South Florida uh, Stadium food. That's the best I can do at this point. WQAM. WQAM, hello. I'm sure you've heard that Michael Moore's film, Bowling for Columbine, will not be released to video in Hollywood Video or Blockbuster tomorrow. It isn't being released anywhere tomorrow. It was because supposed it's being to be. I thought it was being can I say something? Can I say something? Yes. We had a call on Friday because I was going to go out and get it over the weekend, and, and they postponed the release date until August because they're going to put it back in the theaters because the response was so great. So rather than put it out on video or DVD, they're going to like uh, postpone the release anyway. So this is not censorship of the art. Well, it will be because I'm sure that come August when it is out, they won't put it in there either. All right. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Is, is that should be a big surprise? Anybody surprised? No. Have we got censorship in America? No. But isn't it interesting, though, you notice, and, you know, he was okay, but he didn't want to let me say anything either. But we should definitely let the callers decide uh, when they're done. <laughs> let, me, let me give you a good example of that, okay? Yeah, he was done, see? No, that, that's the way it works. We're just what we need now is instruction on how to do a talk station here from some jackass in plantation. I notice hasn't called in. And that's why, because maybe Defoe can't do a good job of disguising his voice. My, my, and local. Oh, this is Sports Radio 560. Hi, this is Jeff DeFlores for Cafara Pick Your Nose Restaurante. They got good food here. I like it, and it tastes good too. Heaping bowlfuls of food like clams placebo, Zuper de Joe Pesci, Bisteca alla garagiola, and of course, my personal favorite, scallopini oi fungi. You can enjoy a fine wine with your meal. I personally recommend any Green Springs or Grandma Boom. They got great desserts here too, like pasta de Geordi and runaround soup. Capra Picano's Restaurante is conveniently located right across the street from Jefferson's. 
That's Capra Picano's Restaurante for fine Italian dining. Just tell them Jeff the Flores sent you. And bon appetite. Where's that Jim from Plantation? 946 at 560. Boy, that kind of faded out like a cheap tamer in a fourth race in Gulf Stream, you know? <laughs> Woo! Heavy duty. <laughs> New York Times reports it's on our website, the full story. With the 101st Airborne Division south of Baghdad, Iraq, April 20th, a scientist who claims to have worked in Iraq's chemical weapons program for more than a decade has told an American military team that Iraq destroyed chemical weapons and biological warfare equipment only days before the war began, members of the team be saying. They said the scientists led Americans to a supply of material that proved to be the building blocks of illegal weapons, the building blocks of illegal weapons, which he claimed to have buried as evidence of Iraq's illicit weapons programs. The scientists also told American weapons experts that Iraq had secretly sent unconventional weapons and technology to... Syria? Get a good guess. Starting in the mid-1990s, and then more recently, Iraq was cooperating with al-Qaeda, the military officials said. They didn't identify the scientists, saying they feared he might be subject to reprisals. Hmm. Right. So uh, the game goes on. I mean, the uh, beat goes on. Five six seven oh five. I guess maybe this poll isn't uh, as exciting as I thought it was going to be, huh? Because we got a lot of freeloaders out there. Basically, that's it. Where would you never eat, even if they gave you the food for free? If it's free, I'll eat at thirty four. McDonald's seventeen. Pizza at eight. Burger King eight. We haven't put the stadium food up there yet, but we will. And maybe we won't, we won't get any more selections, huh? You think it's possible? WQAM. Yeah, Neil. Last night I was. On my computer, and I was my kids were watching Annie in the other room, and I had a Neil Rogers moment. Do you know what that is? They were watching what? Annie, the movie. Yeah. And I heard a phrase. She says, "My God, is that thing real?" That's where it came from, obviously. No, it is. Right. Yeah, that's Carol Burnett from Annie. My God, is that thing real? That sounds exactly. like her to me. Exactly. Hmm. Like I, I said, that's where it came from. I'm pretty sure. And don't eat at Denny's, man. I used to do dishes when I was a teenager. Ugh. Can we put Denny's on it? Yeah, okay, thank you. Huh? Okay, Denny's. See, we'll get some other ones on here. They seem reluctant to uh, give us any choices. In fact, I don't know if it's true or not, but I've heard some people tell me that when they bring the food to your table at Denny's, a lot of people have said, My God, is that thing real? It could be just an ugly rumor. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. They do have that good Mother Humper pies. At least they used to. I think somebody told me they don't have that anymore. The Mother Butler pies. Yeah, I forgot what that story was. Yeah, somebody had a story. There's so many stories. I noticed Jim from Plantation who wrote that letter, who is obviously a very very close and critical listener every moment of every day of this radio station. Notice he hasn't called in yet because the Pauly man's still trying to perfect a voice that we won't recognize right away. And nobody's even called in to identify. What was the guy's name? Paul what? Paul right. uh, Messel? Paul Messel. As if, and he writes this in here as if, as if the public who might be reading this crap <laughs> is supposed to know who that is. Not I'm true. only assuming because the only Paul I know that was on with Mifo was uh, the Paulie man, who was like joined to him at the hip, and I understood was brokering time on Waxy or something for like about 15 minutes a day because that's all he could afford. What are we talking about here, man? Typical South Florida crap. God. WQIM. Good morning. Yes, sir. Let me speak to Neil. Speaking. Neil, this is Scott. How are you? Okay, Scott. Um. Uh -huh, yeah. <laughs> well, Scott went in there and it was good. Just like it says, why not let the caller decide when the conversation should end? And Scott decided <clears throat> that was the end of the conversation. He was done. That was good. Good going, Scott. WQIM. Yeah, I'm Hey, George. 
Yeah. Hey, how about Arby's? Arby's? Yeah, man. It comes in a big ball. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Arby's is good. Five. Six, they still don't understand the screenless thing. I guess it must have been a rough holiday weekend. Okay, maybe they maybe they were like rolling the eggs a little bit too hard, <laughs> and the Easter eggs too, <clears throat> or maybe they ate too much of that uh, Cadbury's Easter uh, candy. Oh God! I, I'll confess. You know the mini eggs. Yeah, I bought two little bags. Uh-oh. Two little bags, okay? There's like a there's like about eight or nine in each little bag, and they were the small ones too. They're not the big ones like in the family side, like those big gigantic ones that are pouring out of the Kentucky Fried Basket right. that they keep showing you. Have you seen that ad? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, a million times. It looks like there's about forty five million eggs in that damn thing. Forget the chicken, just give me the Cadbury chocolate egg. God, those things are disgustingly good. Mm. You can't eat only five hundred. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. The sun is starting to shine through the. Uh, we had a little bit of rain overnight here. It's going to be sixty uh, five, sixty eight here today, something like that. Tomorrow going to be a nasty day here to make you feel better. Okay. Actually, down to two late in the afternoon, and maybe some snow flurries oh, tomorrow. Hey. Just like the last little taste of winter. You know. So beside you know the the West Nile virus and the SARS and maybe a little yeah. bit of snow. Other than that, there's not too much to worry about. And the Leafs thinking to join out, which tonight will probably be the end. Boy, what a dreadful performance. They missed a bus to the arena in Philly the other day. What a horrendous performance on Saturday. Grotesque. Unbelievably bad. Owen Nolan and uh, Gary Roberts are like that bed that uh, Fat Boy got me here. Invisible. Hey, Fat Boy, you're full of crap, sweetheart. WQAM. Hello? Yes, sir. Hello? Let me try it one more time. QAM, hello. Uh-huh. How did I know it? Boy, they're all out in full force today, aren't they? Wow. Wow, feeding frenzy. And you're uh, asking what, what, uh, if it's a holiday today? Yeah. It's something. It is something. WQAM. Uncle Neil? Yes? I've got a couple for you. Okay. Miami subs have to be the world's worst food in America. Okay. I know one of your favorites, the Little Red Caboose. They suck. <laughs> Okay, quit while you're ahead. Okay, let's see. Miami Subs and Little Red, Little Red Caboose. John don't mind. Crazy John, he don't mind at all. He'll turn you loose and he'll admit it. 5670560. Here's a good story on uh, whitehouse.org, which you really need to check out that website. Paint your Easter eggs with Arab blood. Oh! I don't have time to read these. These are so long, you know what? I'll give you like a little tease. It says, Easter time is coming, my friends, and it's God's will this year that our nation's Christian troops will be celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ by festively prancing about knee-deep in Arab blood. Friends, the time is ripe for the Lord's return, and the signs are everywhere. Even little Mormon harlots have abandoned their vagabond sex slaves to return home to prepare for the final days and a book deal. I believe that Jesus might be on his way back to earth just in time for Easter. The signs are everywhere. You think unemployment under the lingering legacy of the venereal disease-ridden scoundrel Bill Clinton is bad? Just wait until the Lord sends pink slips to every secular scientist in the land who dares to go nosing about beyond the pages of the trusted King James, uh, James Bible for so-called information. And it goes on. Just a tease to get you to look at that website. But my favorite, my favorite though, is still... <laughs> SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Penis face. Oh, See, now, now you spoiled it. That's that's from you their headline. That's how they have it listed. I know, but now they're not going to rub their, uh, their mouths oh, on Oh, they'll it. rub it. Will they? Yeah, probably a big part of this audience will be rubbing it twice. Pastor exposes perverted little cartoon character. <laughs> this is even worse than uh, Tinky Winky. 
Complete shock filled the Landover Baptist Main Sanctuary last Sunday as Pastor Deacon Fred revealed in graphic detail decadent hidden sexual messages in the popular cartoon series SpongeBob SquarePants. Mrs. Ida Denkins, who was seated in the first pew, fainted in the middle of the presentation and had to be rushed to Landover Baptist Hospital. Church usher Bob Halberg had an immediate reaction to the slideshow that went straight to his stomach. He vomited so forcefully that pieces of his steaming breakfast were sprayed across nearly 15 pews. All total, at least two dozen church members became physically ill after being exposed to the disgusting garbage that Hollywood is pumping into our children's heads. I found out about this disgusting little yellow cartoon character quite by accident, said Pastor Deacon Fred. I was laying on the couch with my grandson and must have fallen asleep, so he was unmonitored in front of the television set. When I woke up, my head had leaned back over the side of the couch. My neck was craned in such a way that I was looking at the TV set upside down. I reacted immediately to what I saw there and was able to flip over and grab my grandson by his hair and fling him across the room, thankfully knocking him unconscious long enough for me to get the remote control <laughs> and switch back to Fox News, where they were showing godly footage of our Christian troops blowing up ignorant Arabiacs. <laughs> I have no idea how much mental damage my grandson suffered while he was exposed to that cartoon while he was asleep, but I'll tell you what, I won't hesitate to sue the bastard that put this junk on TV if we find out anything happened to my grandson. Oh, this is this is perfect. Check these stories out and much, much more on WhiteHouse.org. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Meridians, dumb as dirt. Deliver maximum performance to your engine with Arabico's new Type O formula. Specially refined by Halliburton, Arabico Type O contains depleted uranium to prevent the deep red ooze from coagulating in your fuel system and helps filter out the teeth and bone from clogging your injectors, adding more horsepower to your SUV. Even regular cars that dissenting liberals still choose to drive. So aren't you happy now? Fill her up with Arabico Type O and fly the flag proudly. You can expect more from Arabico, and you'll get it when you put a dead child in your tank. Well, look at that. Somebody did a little homework for us. There are two Jim Lenses in Plantation. Yeah. Want to call him? <laughs> no, we don't. No, I would think that the very least he could do is call us. I'll bet you he sounds a lot like uh, Petey Lenny. I'm thinking, I'm, during the break, I'm thinking, who really wrote that letter? Petey Lenny. All right. Wouldn't it make sense to you? Sure, we discussed that. Being as tight as he is with Defoe and the Pauly Man, that whole crowd of uh, losers, I mean, them guys. Chums. Yeah, real chums. And, of course, a, good, a couple of good parting shots at Mo, and then the obvious intentional misspelling of my last name to throw off suspicion. Right. And then the little shot at the humper that he was always ripping anyway. Petey Lenny, go do some work, okay? I'm sure we're going to be getting lots and lots of uh, stuff from him, since he's going to have a lot of time on his hands. Uh, and is also speaking of having a lot of a communications, are we having a problem between Carlos and Eric again? Are those two added again? The streaming is down? Something like that? It was down. He says it's not anymore, but I just emailed him the rest of the list. Now, not see, there just. you go. Starting up again, because I'm looking at the list here. We're trying to build the poll a little bit, and South Florida uh, Stadium food is not on there, which I'm sure will get lots of choices. Uh, Arby's is not on there yet. Miami Subs and Little Red Caboose, that'll turn you loose, is not on there yet. Huh? Should be on any second, because he does have those. Have a little, uh, I understand it's Monday. Oh, Roadhouse Grill. It says, <laughs> <laughs> I can't read that on the air, but that's cute. <laughs> right, yeah. I love that. <laughs> kind of like the elevators at QAM. <laughs> Although we do have All those certificates in there. So Roadhouse Grill, let's get out of that on there. I'm not going to even write these down. You writing them down? Yes. Because I have a feeling they're not going to show up anyway. Here is one that says, the worst, least funny show of all time was Defoe and his idiot friends on that Saturday morning uh, trivia show, and it's alive, or at least I heard it on 850. Yeah, that, it, it was called Defoe Whores the Station. 
And basically what they did for uh, whatever amount of money or a trade-out or something, they just they, they uh, handed over a couple of hours on a Saturday morning and let him whore the place. It was just bizarre. And he was always there with his cash with uh, the Paulie man and Scott from, uh, uh, that's where that all started, from Atlantic City Subs. We brought him in and kind of let him uh, have the run of the place like a little child. Like we used to do with Mandage's kids at IOD before they destroyed right. the whole building. Don't forget Gurgly. Who is that? Uh, Dave uh, Gurgly. Oh, Dave Gurgly, yeah. Dave Gurgly. He makes those <laughs> gurgly sounds. <laughs> Please keep him, in the, keep him and those unfunny idiots away, uh, Greg. Besides, Mo is good for our show. Uh, if the void is filled with more callers, I'll be sad, says GF. Yeah, that's a good point. Where would we be without Mo? That's what Mo always says. Of course, somehow I managed 26 years before he came along, but he certainly has spiced it up <laughs> by being such an ass. He spiced up his ass. No question about it. We love Mo. We love having him there. We don't love him personally, but we like having him there. 56705, oh, and of course he's brought all those great callers to the station, <laughs> like Stuttering Steve and Juan. And uh, who am I leaving out? Richie from Borshead, even though he's Richie from Borshead and Mark, uh, the Jets fan, they're back, of course. What the hell would this station do without them? WQAM. George, don't want to talk to Neil, but yeah. please stay off the air, you jack. WQAM. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Listen, I, I got a good uh, station, I mean, a good restaurant. That's, uh, good station? Exxon. Uh, how about Denny's? It's already on there, sweetheart. He was done. Was he done? I punched He's the done. button before I asked him if he was done. I'll start doing that. Are you done? Of course, I'll ask after I've already pressed that drop button. Five six seven oh five sixty. I mean, that, that's got to be one of the great lines. Stop and think about I, that. I, I, I Why not let the caller decide when the conversation should end? Especially the callers that we get on talk radio, not just in this market, but from coast to coast, from pillar to post. Yeah, we'll we'll let you decide when you. That ought to be. In fact, I will say this: if there's one thing that I do that's really bad, besides showing up every day, if there's one other thing that's a bad mistake, I'll let people go on too long. Yeah. Get these jackasses, oh, you cut people off too soon, you never let people disagree. I let people go on way too long. I mean, it reaches a point when you say, you have to know, after the first hundred years, you have to know, hey, this guy ain't going to have anything to say. This guy's a jackass. You know what he's talking about. Or for whatever the reason. Or this guy's just boring. I've had people over the years who, like, had something to say, but they were so boring in their presentation that you could just hear the heads hitting against the floor. You could hear the people diving for their radio dials. Right. Boredom. We're in the entertainment business. We're in the boredom-killing business, like Howard Beale said. We're not here to let people uh, drone on. That's why I'm always saying, hey, we ought to take about 20,000 calls today, because if you do take 20,000, you might get, how many good ones do you think you might get? About 30, man. Yeah, and you're being optimistic. WQAM. I, I, my... WQAM. He wasn't done. Yeah, he was done. WQAM, hello. Why you won't take the loan half of this? WQAM, hello. Hi. Yes, you want sir. to talk about nasty food? Yeah. Swap shop food. The swap, swap shop, shop has bad food? What is it? We have dead rats in the fryer. <laughs> oh. Five six good. seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. But I bet you they're a bargain, though. Wouldn't you think? <laughs> That's where the five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Out of the AT&T and Verizon Wireless. Now it's getting good. Now it's getting really good. 140 votes so far. We're finally getting the more selections on air. See, I told you, stadium food got the two votes right away. I wouldn't feed that to my dog, and he's dead. 
If it's free, I'll eat it. 70. McDonald's, 28. Pizza Hut, 19. Burger King, 15. That was my choice. I wouldn't. I'm serious. I'm not into eating rubber, new or used. Denny's, 4. South Florida Stadium Foods got a pair. Arby's, 1. Miami Subs, 1. And none yet for little old uh, Red Caboose and Roadhouse Grill. They just went on there. 140 votes. I mean, if they got the reason we started this, in case you tuned in late and shame on you, is because uh, Pizza Hut and Burger King are open in Iraq. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it Burger King? Yeah. Yes. Well, aren't those both owned by uh, PepsiCo? Mm, no, At least they used Carlos to be anyway. No. Huh? Burger Didn't King they... is not. But Pizza Hut is. I don't know. I just know that Burger King. In is fact, not. I'm a little bit confused, but uh, maybe somebody can straighten me out. Not that it's really important, but it seems to me that Pepsi uh, divested itself. Of uh, some of that crap. I, I don't know. Who cares? Although I do like Pepsi much, much, much better oh, yeah. than Coke. No no comparison. None. It's kind of like Matt Damon. It's a little sweeter. 5670560. Oh, Should I really watch the rest of that movie or not? Goodwill Hunting. Maybe somebody saw that flick to tell me whether it's worthwhile seeing. You obviously didn't see it. No. Yeah, it is. It's worthwhile seeing. Is it cute? It's a cute movie. Yeah. Even even with Robin Williams in it. Well, it goes to show you, if you make enough of them, Good Morning Vietnam was great. And then there was the doctor with the red nose, Patch Adams, on the other end of the spectrum. He's just uh, awful in movies. He's just horrible in movies. In fact, even the part that I've watched so far, about 15 minutes, the overacting is just palpable. WQAM. WQAM. Boy, we got a run today. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Yes, sir. Hey, um, this weekend I was on your website. I was looking for that Eisner Mickey Mouse bit. Yeah. And I, I thought you said a couple of weeks ago that you told Carlos and uh, Eric to put it on your website, but I Well, back. they screwed up. They didn't put it on there yet. They didn't put it on there. Okay. Bitch him out. Run it down, bitch him out. Can I ask you, are you done? Uh, yeah, you're done. See, he was thinking about it. We don't have time for you to think about it. When I say, are you done, you say, yes, sir, and that's it. Like in the military. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. Carlos, you can put your name on the bottom of the seat. No problem. I'm writing it out right now. WQAM. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Good. Uh, I saw, um, Just to clarify, I think PepsiCo, they own uh, Frito-Lay, which is Doritos, you know, it's like a right. chip company. They own mm -hmm. Taco Bell. They own Pizza Hut and um, KFC. And, oh, uh, KFC, the colonel. Yeah. I'm done. Later, Neil. Okay, you're done. I do like Taco Bell. I'm not putting Taco Bell on there because just out of just out of respect. Right. What kind of a self-respecting human being would say they wouldn't eat a Taco Bell even if they gave it to him for free? I, I can't buy that. Somebody will say that, and you know what? <clears throat> tough, tough titty. In addition to which, they're not going to offer it to you for free anyway, so you lose. I love Taco Bell. I do believe we got, uh, there's some Taco Bells around here. Aren't we lucky? Oh! Eh? <laughs> and after tonight's game at uh, the Air Canada Center, we're going to have lots of time to be eating at Taco Bell and anywhere else we feel like it, all of us. Watch out for the SARS. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I was wondering, who is that uh, idiot that does the traffic report on uh, QAM now? You really don't uh, know? You honestly I'm, don't know who that is? I have no clue, to be honest with you. It's your store. That's traffic. I'm Mark Morgan on Sports Radio 560 QAM. You mean that one? <laughs> That's the one. He was done. He just wanted to hear it. Yeah. Thank you, sir, for encouraging me to play that one more time. There's nothing in the world like Mark Morgan in the morning. Dad's traffic. I'm Mark Morgan on Sports Radio 560 QAM. QAM. Sounds like sounds like somebody slid a suppository up his That's why he's saying it, you know. Doesn't it sound like that? <laughs> well, he said it felt like a suppository. 
5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. I got a great story here about Cheap Channel. It's long. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to read the whole thing. Carlos, the one we had on there yesterday? Oh, yeah. It's great. It is so great. David Ross is going to be throwing uh, th throwing his radio at the wall when he hears this. They're a shill. Yeah, you're a bunch of you're a bunch of phonies. Okay, you're a right wing organization. You have no credibility, and of course they don't really care anyway because what they want is for Michael uh, Powell and the FCC to let them buy up all the rest of the radio stations, which is fine with us. Buy out this one, okay? Just write me a check. Bye bye, bye bye. Nice knowing you. You gray robbing assholes. God. WQAM. Speak to Neil, please. Speaking. Neil. Yes. How are you? You ever heard um, of that uh, fish to the left, fish to the right? Fish to the left, fish to the right. What does that mean? The poly man. Are they coming back, or that's the rumor going around? Well, what does that mean, fish to the left? What does that Remember mean? Remember the commercial they used to do for some kind of a fish store down in Broward or something? No, no. I, I, I blocked him out of my mind. Because we're all hoping that he comes back and try to liven up that morning show. Because <laughs> not cutting it. He's not cutting it at all. Yeah. You know. Are you, are you a little done? stale, I would say. Are you done? Now, no. you're, con you're confusing his show with a hairpiece. No, you're done. He's confusing Mo's show with a hairpiece, Dale. And he's right about that part, but the idea that the poly man is going to do it, no chance. He, he must have, you know what, the poly man must be on a crusade here. He must have his three listeners calling in and writing letters to the editor. The poly man. Oh, God. See, that's another thing we can thank Defoe for. He has left a legacy of such swill hanging on his behind. Rectum. Oh, geez. Somebody give him some, uh, get him in touch with Mr. Whipple. God. Let's see, PepsiCo spun off Pizza and Taco Bell. See, I told you, I was a little bit right. What percent was I right on that? About 30, man. Spun off Pizza and Taco Bell and other stuff. Booger King was part of Pillsbury. Don't know if the sale from Pillsbury has been completed yet, says one of our chronic fans. Oh, look at this, another new piece of copy. Oh, wow, how do you like that? When you bitch out the sales department, they really finally get their rank together very, very, very slowly. Did this just come in or did I have this sitting out here? I haven't faxed anything lately. Oh, no, I just had it sitting out here. Like I said, they still suck. Except for Adam and, of course, Troy the boy. Has Troy been around at all? I haven't seen him lately. Bald-headed Troy Stratford. He's laying down on the job. Maybe he's on vacation. Yeah, we got the whole place is on. This is, let's see, it started Friday, so we got a nice four-day vacation for the entire staff. Muff is out. She's out, out and about, probably in Provincetown. Clarence, have you seen Clarence yet today? Yes, yes we have. He brought us uh, our direct deposit slips. Oh, wasn't that? Uh, nice? Oh, that's hours. right. It's, it's payday week. It's this Friday. It's the official payday. Right. And also, I just want the audience to know we're just uh, killing some time today through Thursday because Friday right. the book comes out. Oy. This is a monumentous occasion because uh, Carlos gets his first direct deposit slip today. He doesn't have to wait around in the garage <laughs> for the check. Well, that proves right there he's getting ready to slide in. Ten thirteen at five sixty, so I'd cover it up. If you've been thinking about buying a new barbecue or any barbecue accessories, you've got to go to barbecues galore. Don't forget, get you a head start on the barbecuing season with a perfect grill and accessories, all at the guaranteed lowest prices. Barbecues Galore carries barbecues in every price range, from the top-of-the-line commercial-grade stainless steel grill to the more portable Weber charcoal grill, which is the one I got, and I love it. For all your barbecue needs at the guaranteed lowest prices, don't forget, shop Barbecues Galore in Plantation on University Drive in the Fountain Shopping Center. Call 954-423-1400. And at Coral Springs at 7485 West Sample Road at the corner of Sample and Rock Island Roads, call 954-757-6668. 757-6668. Barbecues galore. They be the barbecue specialists. Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio is all yours. QAM.
God? I am old Howard the David, and I'm ancient. All over my old face are blue and reddish, boy, bold face. I don't know why they hate me, or why they always rate me. It must be because I got this blue and reddish, boy, bold face. A vein pop on my arm like a Rand McNally map of Lockerwatt. I got veins on my nose, and nobody knows that under my clothes I wear pantyhose. But that don't mean that I'm gay. If you think my arms are bad, you ought to see my legs. I might as well keep them smooth and shaved to show a little glass the next time I'm raping. I could go to a surgeon, but that gives me the shivers. I would not want to walk out looking like Joan Rivers. Uh, where am I? I fired the beast, the fat little freak. I did him a favor. Now he can't afford to eat. The reason I dismissed that stinking fat bastard is because he wouldn't shut up, and he can't play canaster. Hey, somebody talking over there? Nobody talks when I rap. I rap, then you talk. Hey, look at me. I'm hip, hip. I ain't no square. I'm a ding-dong daddy, man. I'm really dead. I fire anyone I want. I don't care. Especially if they make me flip my wig made of smelly green hair. I get fired myself. It even happens to the greats. West one once said, you get out of here or else we break your legs. So now I sit by the pool. Life's as good as it gets. With my paladin cocktail, placing bets on the jets. In paradise. Paradise. I don't kiss nobody's ass in paradise. Do, 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 do. I'll be shopping down the Scoogans when I get the chance. But the cleaners aren't ready with my lime green pants. How long does it take? Kelly calling complaint. It was just a little thought, so what I left the stage. You think that's funny? Want a knuckle sandwich, buddy? I can do what I want, but the management loves me. Can I tell you something, Mo? Something you ought to know. For the longest time, I wanted you to be my own. You ain't my type, pal. Now answer straight. Hell no. What are you doing? I don't take no for an answer. Get out of here. Not you. Get out of here. I have to for Dad's Traffic, I'm Mark Morgan on Sports Radio 560 QAM. There you go. He sure spices up our day. Good old Mark Morgan. 1019 at 560 WQM. We're asking today on NeilRogers.com, where would you never eat even if they gave you the food for free? Which, as far as I'm concerned, that's the ultimate indictment. Right. Well, look at this. Uh, Mike Oxlong says, don't eat from the Roach Coach or any other brake truck. They're all mobile purveyors of doom. Okay, well, whatever you say, Mike, that's kind of weak. Uh, McDonald's so far, let's see, is leading the ones that got a vote. But far and away the winner out of 100 and some odd, 94 votes. If it's free, I'll eat it. 205 <laughs> votes, 94. If it's free, I'll eat it. Or like Faye Dunaway said in the network, I eat anything. McDonald's, 32. Pizza Hut, 22. Burger King, 21. South Florida Stadium Food, 13. Told you. Denny's, 10. A late edition, and Denny's is racing up the list. Arby's, 5. Swap Shop Food, 5. Miami Subs, 3. Little Red Caboose and Road Hills Gr uh, House Grill each have oh. the big O. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon. Still waiting for a call from Jim Lenson Plantation. <laughs> what, you don't think he'll be calling in? No. Sure he will. It doesn't mean QAM. About 30. WQAM. Hello? Yes, sir. Hi, is this the Neil Rogers Show? Is this Jim and Plantation? No. Damn it. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Yeah, I just want to uh, talk to G uh, Neil about the utilization of depleted uranium weapons in the Gulf War. No, he don't want to, he's not talking about that today. 
567 Oh, are you ready for that? <laughs> oh, my God. And talk about old, stale news. Even the uranium isn't old and stale. Well, of course, it takes a long time. 567-0560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. I think we ought to let the callers on until they tell us that they're done. The greatest line in the history of the human race, oh. bar none. See, what are you getting upset about, Mo? It was a great letter. WQAM. Hello? Yes, sir. Is this Jim? No, no. This is um, a caller for Neil Rogers. Didn't you already call about three times today? No, it's my first time calling, sir. Okay, okay. Go ahead. You're on right now. Hello, Neil? Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? I'm a um, four-year listener, second-time caller. Okay. I That's about right. Once every two years is good. I want to say you're an outstanding person. I work at the cable company, and I just want, I have the pleasure of listening to you on the Internet today, and you're doing a All wonderful right. job. And tell George and my book, he the best. Okay. Okay, have a good day. And, Neil, my vote for the poll is Denny's. Man, they have terrible service. Okay, now are you finished? Oh, I want to say one thing. By 30, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> See how well that worked out? Oh, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. And he said Denny's makes him nauseous. Okay, and I don't think they got the mother Hummer pies anymore either. We got some confirmation from Greg Reed that that is the Polly Man, that Paul Missile character. There you go. What did I tell you? The Polly Man and Mifo and P.D. Lenny all combining here. They probably just took this guy's name out of the phone book or just maybe even made it up. Or maybe he uh, knows them. Petey Lenny writing this uh, discourse here to the Miami Herald, this uh, disgraceful uh, treatise. I think you ought to treat us a lot better, I'll tell you that. What garbage here. They're picking on everybody. It doesn't really take a shot at me, but it's just, uh, Mo, we'd, uh, well, what's your opinion on Rogers, be it good or bad? And, and the misspelling of my name is so obvious. You know, how many people put a D in right. Rogers, huh? About 30, man. God. Petey Lenny, the fine hand of Petey Lenny and his boyfriends is right here, who's just... It, Tied like into a nut, like a like a human pretzel with the Pauly Man and Defoe. And I got news for you, Pauly Man. It'll be a cold day in hell when you're on QAM again. I'll guarantee you that right now oh. over my freaking dead old stale body. As a matter of fact, when I do croak, which could be any day, when I do croak, whether it's from SARS or West Nile or just old age or just being tired of this crap, uh, they're going to like, strap my uh, body right up to the door to keep him out. Huh? <laughs> Might get a little gamey after the first week or two, but nevertheless, probably have the desired effect. The freaking Pauly man. Oh, God. Do you, do you realize what Jeff DeForest did to us? Seriously. It's not just the Pauly man and not just Dave the Gurglymeister, whatever his name was, but you had Scott from uh, Atlantic City Subs that we had to send Ira to uh, rehab to just get over to being with that guy. <laughs> and uh, all of the other losers, the, the, the hangers-on, the, the racetrack crowd, Lester Greenshirt, all of those people. And those awful puns that were staler than last year's matzah. Hey, Defoe, good luck to you over there on that uh, cheap channel state, whatever the hell you're on, but uh, go away. You know, enough is enough already. He was never a friend of mine, I'll tell you that. All these people, these teary-eyed, oh, gee, we need to get Defoe back. No, we don't. In fact, I'm starting to like Mo and Geldy a lot more every day. You notice how bad the show was, I mean, uh, without Geldy today, out sick? No, I didn't notice. When he's, when, when Mo is there alone, too much, too much Mo, you know, mm. too much of that Mo, too much no of that Mo. ego in there. That pomposity, I mean, three hours of that in the morning is just a little bit too much. You know how much? About three hours. 5670560, pound 560, WQAM. Is this uh, Jim Lentz? No, Neil. Oh, Good sorry. morning, Neil. How are you? 
I'm all right. Listen, Neil, on uh, page 16A of the Scum Sentinel today, yeah. there's a picture suitable for framing or either on your uh, website. Yeah. It's of uh, that doddering old uh, Polak there giving a big hile. You might want to check that out. Doddering old Polak? Yeah, the Pope. Yeah. Oh, that, that Polak. Oh, yeah. We love him. Was he giving a sig hile? Yes. Did you did you see the pictures of the services yesterday? He can barely even move. They were schlepping him around. He's incredible. It just keeps going on and on. Yeah, he uh, well, he's going to have a cup of tea one of these nights. <laughs> I'm done. Okay, good. <laughs> that, that, you know something? That was excellent, sir. I like that. That's the new that's the new deal. IQM. When you call this radio station, when you're done, I'm done. Just like a little kid goes to the turley, you know, when you're potty training your little guy. I'm done. Yeah, not cute. Thank you, Jim Lenson Plantation, for one of the most. And Mo was getting upset about this. You got to lighten up a little bit, Mo. You got to lighten up a little bit, okay? Even I would dye that hairpiece a couple of shades lighter. Couldn't hurt. Good God, getting all bent out of shape over something that's given us already an hour and a half of great material. Oh. I'm not even getting any of my good stories yet. I will, but this is, you know, I love it. It's great. Plus, like I said, we're just we're just killing some time right. here this week until Friday when the book comes out. The pressure now, you know, on us. On the one hand, if all the right wingers get the diaries, we'll have we'll owe points, you know. But that's to be expected. At least we got a good cop out there. But in the morning, ah, there will be no excuses this time. He had that really good January that's still going to be in there. January, February, and March is the winter book, and then of course a very very uh, mediocre February. So, March is, uh, his, his fate lies in, in addition to which, the book comes out Friday, and then you know what Saturday is, don't you? It's the draft party. Oh. And that's the day he keeps threatening he's not going to be there at the mall. He and Mandinger are supposed to be at the mall, but he's going to talk Mad Dog into joining him. Yeah, there's a Chinaman's chance in hell that Mad Dog ain't going to be there for the draft show, okay? So if he gets a bad book on Friday and doesn't show at the draft show on Saturday, don't expect to see him like next Monday. I'm just mentioning that to you, George. Okay. Since you and here are so tight. Yeah. 27 past 10 at 560 WQN. Here's some more great Neil deals. That's what they specialize in at Hallett Pontiac GMC. For over 35 years, they've been specializing in great deals. But since uh, they fell in love with me, Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto, now they're Neil deals. You know, a little boost to that big, big ego of mine. Neil deal number one at Hallett right now. Get 0% financing for up to 60 months on every Pontiac or GMC in stock. Neil deal number two, get you up to a $4,000 rebate on every new GMC and Pontiac in stock. That is correct, like Bob Eisenberg tells us. Get up to a $4,000 rebate on every new car or truck in stock right now as I speak at Hallett Pontiac GMC. And Neil deal number three, if you're currently a GM Smart Lease or Smart Buy customer and you drive a Chevy Blazer, Olds Bravado, or GMC Jimmy, buy or lease you a new Pontiac or GMC and get an extra $1,000 off the price. Stop by Hallett and test drive the all-new and powerful Pontiac Grand Prix, which is pretty damn nifty if you can't afford a Corvette. Hallett Pontiac at 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's U.S. 1 across from the falls. Open every day of your life except Christmas Day. Open every day, seven days a week. For more info, call the Neil Deal hotline, one 534 one And don't forget, please, all Neil Deals subject to credit approval. See Dita for details. At Hallett Pontiac GMC, they're one in a billion, and they do be, beyond a shadow of a doubt, professional credit. <laughs> Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's Dave in Miami Town at 560 WQAM. Welcome to another edition of Inside Life with Sport Holes. Dre Stan Nasalness is our guest today. 
Yo, Dre, Yo. what do you have to say about your admirers who are obsessed and worship you in every way and base their intellect and entire existence on your ability to catch a ball? I don't know what I've been told, but a big-legged woman ain't got no soul. What's your take on the over and under and the under of the over of the underwear? I don't know what I've been told, but a big-legged woman ain't got no mm -hmm. soul. And, and what's your take on those rumors flying around that you're articulate enough to replace Michael Jordan on those MCI spots? They say you're getting close to signing that contract. I don't know what I've been told, but a big-legged woman ain't got no soul. Tell us more about your charitable work for underprivileged children helping to improve their mathematics skills through showing them how to properly weigh crack rock. I don't know what I've been told, but a big-legged woman ain't got no soul. Mm -hmm. We'll be back with more Inside Lifeless Portholes. 1033. Now, where did this just come from that you just faxed me about Lou Dobbs? Somebody sent, uh, like, uh, nine pages of different stories and everything. I fished that out of the middle. Oh, this is the best. It should have a byline on it or something. CNN's Lou Dobbs. I'm not unbiased. After weeks of weird money line, toady finally confesses. <laughs> that, that's a great word for him. He is a, a toady. Many have emailed us about the recent radical metamorphosis of CNN's Lou Dobbs. In the past few weeks, Dobbs has transformed before our eyes from one of the fairest anchors on any cable news network to a sad facsimile of phone news network's obnoxious wingnut financial anchor, Neil Cavuto. Thursday, Lou made it official admitting his pro-Republican bias to his audience. Lou Dobbs and Willie Clarkson of Colorado writes, Your obvious bias for Republicans in this war are very disgusting. You're not acting as an unbiased journalist. Your lack of listening to the United Nations and its role was proof of that. And Lou says, you're right, Willie, I'm not unbiased. This startling admission from an anchor on the news network currently featuring promos boasting you've decided Americans chose CNN as the most credible news source and CNN's credibility second to none, suggesting a distinction between CNN's approach and the conservative taintment foe, uh, the, keeps uh, writing a fox with an AU, foe attempts to pass off as news reporting. Some have speculated that Lou Dobbs has merely lost it over the war, overwhelmed with pride by the mighty U.S. military's glorious victory over a third world army, but the conspicuous change is more likely the result of CNN's increasingly incompetent execs granting him permission to wear his politics on his sleeve. We'll have to start watching Lou more closely, it says. Here Lou panics as Bill Schneider reports on Junior's post-war approval ratings. Now, remember I talked about that? Yes. And then it's got some quotes from that? about how he was desperately trying to, like, undo what the bill was telling us, which is the real truth, about the polling, and Lou kept saying, uh, but a beep, but a beep, well, uh, well, and trying to twist it back into something else. Didn't work. And then at the very end of this article, it says, Sorry, Lou, as they say in D.C. airport coffee shops, your boy's getting rolled. <laughs> uh, remember that? Yeah. Kenny Starr, your boy's getting rolled, baby. Toronto Star reports today, here's a very, very disturbing article. Ex-CIA chief gets tough on Syria. Former CIA director, the unctuous James Woolsey, touted to play a senior role in Iraq's uh, interim administration. Yesterday, called Syrian President Bashar Assad a terrorist-supporting fascist whose country needs a regime change. His tough talk delivered on Sunday news shows with the weight of the administration behind it came even as U.S. President George W. Bush softened somewhat his rhetoric toward Assad and leading lawmaker urged an end to Syria bashing. It was also delivered on the day the New York Times reported the U.S. plans a long-term military presence in Iraq as a springboard to a new web of American influence throughout the Middle East with specific impact on neighbors like Syria. Or as Woolsey put it on NBC's Meet the Press, in the Middle East today we can speak very softly because we've got a very big stick. 
Wolsey hammered home his points on Syria on two separate Sunday shows, Meet the Press and Fox News Sunday. The Ba'athists in Syria and Iraq really are fascist parties, Wolsey said, comparing the toppled regime of Saddam Hussein with the Assad government. They're designed after the fascist and communist parties of the 1930s, and if anybody should know about fascism, James Wolsey ought to know something about it. He says they look like them, they act like them, they're anti-Semitic like them, and I think we ought to call a spade a spade. Thank God they're not anti-Semitic like his good buddy Jim Baker from uh, George Bush 1. On Fox, Woolsey, a member of the Pentagon's policy-setting defense advisory board, said Assad is on the side of the terrorists. He accused him of following the same line as Syria did in the late 1980s when it was active in pushing terrorism against the American forces in Lebanon and blew up our embassy and our marine barracks, and we left Lebanon. Washington power brokers traditionally use the Sunday talk shows to deliver the White House message of the week and set the political agenda. Indiana Republican Senator Richard Lugar told Meet the Press the U.S. should not expect to create a functioning democracy in Iraq for at least five years. To Illinois Democrats, Senator Dick Durbin, the U.S. clearly must stay for as long as needed to fill the vacuum caused by Sodom's removal. Yada, yada, it goes on. How do you like that? So they're setting the tone already. Syria is next, and then Iran, and then uh, whoever else. Anybody else we don't like. Mexico, Canada. So did I tell you about this letter by Jim Lentz in Plantation? No, what's it say? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. Where would you never eat, even if they gave you the food for free? We're asking you today on neilrogers.com. Two hundred and seventy three votes. I'll eat if it's free. I'll eat it. One hundred eleven. They'll eat anything. Oh, there's Matt Sundin. What's Matt saying? Trying to give ourselves better odds to win. Get more chances. <laughs> oh. oh man, did you guys stink? Can't complain about the Leaf defense. They don't have any other than Glenn Wesley. Nevertheless. Don't start with that hockey talk just when you're getting hot here. If it's free, I'll eat it, 111. McDonald's, 41. South Florida Stadium food, what did I tell you? 25, baby, 25. Okay. By the way, the, our boys in blue and white are used to being down to a down. Pizza Hut, 24. Burger King, 23. Swap Shop Food, 16. Denny's, 13. Miami Subs has got nine, as does Arby's, nine. Roadhouse Grill, four. And Little Red Caboose has got none. Oh! How do you like that? See, that guy was trying to stir up a bunch of crap. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, this. Uh, how come we don't have the swap shop on there? Oh, there we do. It's got 16 votes. Like I said, no, but seriously, the little old caboose, they never stole a freight train. <laughs> they just operate out of one. Right. WQAM. Oh, I guess they're done. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Right. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Is this Jim Lentz in Plantation? No, no, no. You asked every call of that. Well, I'm trying to find him. Worst food in the planet, Applebee's. Okay. And hey. it's not even close. And uh, tell George I say, hey, and Scott Peterson, I'm rooting for you, pal. Are you done? I'm done. Okay. Well, speaking of Scott Peterson, it was on our website, but we haven't talked about it. You want to know why? Because I really don't care at all about that story. Although at least it's something different from uh, here's some more of the uh, POWs returning home again, and uh, isn't it wonderful about Jessica? I mean, I, if you people are really believe that you're getting any news from the American Talking Edge channels, well, good luck to you. Just one puff piece after another puff piece. And in the meantime, assholes like uh, Woolsey are talking about, uh, well, Syria's next, and they're a bunch of fascists, and we're going to carry a big stick, and we're going to kick all the Arabs' ass, you know. All this crazy stuff is going on, and we're worried about uh, Scott and Lacey Peterson. Well, not worried about her anymore. Do you care about that story? No. See, and I, I would think you'd say she probably had it coming. I mean, that's what you did with bon, poor Bonnie Blakely. Well, she did have it coming. Blakely, whatever her name. What was her name? Bonnie Bakley. Bakley. Oh, well, Bakley. Yes. 
So she didn't have to change too much of her name when she hooked up with Robert Bake. Bake. <laughs> right. Baked. Uh -huh, half baked. Don't go off half baked, honey. Yeah, I don't know what was behind that whole uh, lacy thing. Yeah, I'm not well, gonna, maybe, you know, maybe she had it coming. Isn't that the new line? Just like just like the callers are supposed to say, "I'm done." And the thing is, if some woman gets killed, the bitch had it coming, right? Well, it all depends. That's part of the new American landscape as it becomes more and more sexist, just like all those people screaming and yelling about the Klan and the hood wearers down there in Augusta, and yet they all agreed with, uh, you know, keep the bitches out. Keep the bloody bitches out of there. See, it's just it's this part of America's reversal of our moving mm -hmm. way back into the uh, Stone Age again. Burn the bloody bitches. Yeah, see, there you go. Whatever happened to old Tom, by the way? Did he go to stay in Costa Rica? Haven't had a recent report. Good guy, Tom Hopkins, yeah. okay? People say that I'm sour and nasty, but we worked with a lot of good people over the years, and Tom Hopkins was one of them. Phil used to be one. Are you sure? Until he uh, did the same, until he did a Lou Dobbs. Now, that's going to be the expression for it. Anybody that takes a wild, sudden turn to the right politically, we'll call that doing a Lou Dobbs. 19 before 11 at 560. Hey, Skippy, I still haven't got my, uh, I still have a few of them left up here, but my oleomed for my blood pressure, he, which he's, he's doing he's so good. Got it. He just came for the address. We were uh, talking about it in the bathroom. Is he the, is he that you were talking about it in the bathroom? I don't want him dragging my oleomed through the turlet there, especially in that place. No, we were, uh, going at the same time there. You were doing it at, at the, the same Euro, time, huh? Yes. In concert. Well, let me ask you, who was on their tippy toes? <laughs> Both of us. <laughs> you talk about two little shrimp boats in the, at the urinal. Yeah. That'd make a great picture. Anyway, so the stuff is on the way. Nice going, Skippy. You're the best, baby. Oh. Always told you who needed that Brian anyway, that Brian Schmutz. It is a great product. That's why I'm looking to get more of it here, and I will. And you can get oleomed all over town. Oleomed soft gels contain pharmaceutical-grade olive oil, not just your ordinary olive oil you can buy in a bottle, but super-concentrated olive oil loaded with health benefits for you. Oleomed in your puss every day can help reduce the risk of heart disease and high cholesterol. Plus, now there are 14 different oleomed formulas for you to choose from, from which to choose, each one combining, like I said, the best of olive oil on the planet with vitamins, minerals, and herbals to support specific needs from bones to your blood pressure to your immune system and lots more. For example, there are now three new oleomed formulas, one to help you sleep, one to help you control that weight, and CoQ10 for your heart, which is one of the best things you'll ever take. You'll find oleomeds all over town. It's at Publix, Eckerd's, Walgreens, Whole Food Markets, Navarro and Sedano's. Order it online at oleomedamerica.com. For info, call toll-free 1-866-OLEOMED. That's 1-866-653-6633 to improve your health. Start popping some oleomed in your puss right away. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Gang rape is funny. Just heard the news today. I asked you out. You said no way. The weekend's here. I'm all alone. I'm horny now. And grab my bone with palm wide open. Now, the reason I uh, had that pause there at the end? Yeah. Because I just, well, this book weighs about 600 pounds, my timeout film book. 
and I was looking up Goodwill Hunting, and I was just starting to read it, and that thing ended like real abrupt. Squirt, squirt. Like that. It faded out like a... Uh... What was that line in the letter? Oh, it faded like a, a cheap claimer in the fourth race of Gulfstream. See, I'll never remember that. that yeah, well, I would. That lingo. Anybody that goes to Gulfstream, first of all, Depot, has to be a real degenerate. Here's a fact. says the worst restaurant has to be Boston Chicken. It says... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it does. Their food sucks and add insult to injury. The ridiculous gourmet prices leaves you with a I've been gang raped feeling. <laughs> but don't forget. If it's free, it's me. That seems to be the, uh, he must have a lot of company in this crowd out there, Rimmer. 123 people say, if it's free, I'll eat it. We got something free for you. Anyway, it says, Goodwill Hunting Sincerity comes capitalized, which is not to deny the film is honest and moving in its way. Damon, who co-scripted with Ben Affleck. Oh, those two men, they're everywhere yep. together. Just like you and Skippy were taking a leak together in here? Yeah, they're chummy. I wouldn't be surprised if Matt and Ben have uh, stood at the urinal side by each. <laughs> or at the same toilet. Damon plays Will, a janitor at MIT. He's a closet genius. See, closet again. A volatile orphan who'd rather hang out with his beer buddies than parley his brains into a lucrative career that would seem to be his destiny. Appalled that such a talent should be lost to science, math professor Lambeau... Wait a minute. Oh, I, I see. Well, what is that? Takes him under his wing, arranges from... Oh, I see. Gets like after help and watches Will make monkeys of the shrinks. Sean, that's uh, that's Robin Williams, is the last resort. Another South Boston guy who never really made it. He can Maybe he can break through where his distinguished peers fail. There are tensions here. To an extent, the film challenges America's ingrained anti-intellectualism, yet its anti-elitist instincts lead it closely to equating academia with a dubious effeminacy. Oh, no! Why is it that every movie that uh, he's in, there's always some uh, fag element to it, you know? I wonder. Like the talented Miss Rip uh, Mr. Ripley? Mm -hmm. Huh? And then wasn't he in a movie with Ben Affleck's brother? What was the name of that movie, Carlos? Which, Which? got panned, huh? Very recently. Well, I don't know. In the end, it, it even falls back to on that old cinematic panacea. Get in touch with your inner Robin Williams. It's acted and directed with care, and Damon is outstanding. His scenes with Driver being especially sparky. He's driving it. Did you even know that Minnie Driver was in this? Did I know? Carlos did. Yeah, I knew. Oh, Casey Affleck. I'm just looking for that. He also was in this. Look, got some Mishpuchas in their whole family. And he just made a movie with Casey Affleck. Well, that whole that whole crowd is really, really tight, <laughs> if you catch my drift. You know what? <laughs> Somebody will let us know the name of the movie with uh, Matt Damon and Casey Affleck. The two of them are the, the whole family, just uh, the family that takes showers together, stays clean together. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Marvelous Line. We're waiting for Jim Lentz to call in from Plantation. WQAM, Jim Lentz Line, hello. Neil, how are you today? Okay, sir, is this Jim? Uh, no, not Jim, it's Dave. That's okay. Um, I... You know, I know you don't really have topics per se, but I just have something I was reading in the paper this weekend that kind of threw me for a loop, and I thought maybe I'd share it with you. Um, they're talking about the uh, the school testing for the uh, third graders and twelfth graders. It's called FCAT score test. Mm -hmm. If you're a twelfth grader in in school in Florida, you can uh, you have to take this test to graduate. You have to pass this test in order to graduate. If you're in your last semester of public uh, high school as a twelfth grader. You can just switch over to a, a private school, and your parents can pay you to put you in a private school, and you don't have to pass this test to graduate. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the school system of Broward County, and uh, I'm done. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Only don't be done quite so abrupt, okay? Wow. 
Neil, Man, like, there's two movies, recent movies that they were both in together. You're right there and everything. See what I mean? They are joined at the uh, groin. The most recent one was Jerry. No, that's not the one I was thinking of. Ocean's Eleven? Oh, Ocean's Eleven was the awful remake. That was right. an, an unnecessary remake of the Sinatra flick. Right. The one with the, uh, what the hell did they call it? The robbery? No, the one with his group, Sinatra and Joey Bishop and uh, Sammy oh, Davis. The Rat Pack. The Rat Pack, right. I have a metal block on that because I can't stand Frank Sinatra. Or Joey Bishop. Sammy Davis was okay, but we don't see eye to eye on everything. <laughs> no, but seriously, forget about that. But what was the other one, Jerry? Right, Jerry. Oh. Well, I mean, you know, maybe somebody will call in and tell me. But probably not, just like the other day when I went through that whole hysterical. Now, did you ever watch the tape of that passion yep. show? Yep, finally. Friday. Was I right? Yeah, you were right. Hysterical. That, that. What are you the guy, the guy that plays Julian Crane, he's better than Ozzy Osbourne, the Boozborns. He he's better than Ozzy. He was a panic. It's especially funny when you're baked off your gourd. <laughs> Which could be any time on a holiday weekend for George, right. or during the middle of the week. Holiday weekend, or during the show. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. I didn't have one person call in and say, "Gee, Neil, thanks for telling us about that show. It was really great." The Passions episode. None of the Passions viewers called in about that. How is it possible to have so many deadheads in one place like South Florida? See, and that's what I get bent out of shape about. People say that I'm negative. I'm not negative. I'm positive, but uh, I'm surrounded. Like Mo said, we're surrounded, we're drowning in a sea of negativity like Jim in Plantation, who's so negative about that great morning show we got and everybody else, and about the Humper, too, no less. Shame on you, Jim. WQAM. Neil, uh, Uncle Neil. In the yes, words... sir, is this Jim? Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Damn it. In the words of uh, Deco, Diva, the late great Barbara Chapman, you're a breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. Neil, I haven't spoken to you in uh, 17 years. Yeah. And I'm calling in to uh, say I miss you. Are, are you are you in a wind tunnel or something? Yeah, I'm actually on the beach, Neil. Oh, because we can hear the wind blow. A lot of blowing going on. Yeah. yeah I, okay. Um, I do so want to be on South Beach. Uh, correct. Uh huh. Yeah, I knew it. You you hit it on the uh, head. Um, answering your question, Uncle Neil, uh, I think that would be the. Um, the uh, salad section of the Publix on South Beach, where you'd be uh, risking your life or at least your shit, as you would remember. Right. That would be it, Neil. The ankle paramedics. Okay, you're done. I am done. I, I'm done, Neil. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Neil. <laughs> now we know why he hasn't called back. Now, he was okay. He just uh, don't have too much to say. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T Verizon wireless line. The administration has just banned SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, let's put that on the website that they're going to outlaw SquareBob, SquareBob, <laughs> square, square Sponge. Where would you never eat even if they gave you the food for free? I'll eat it if it's free. One hundred and twenty-seven, almost forty percent of this freeloading crowd. What did I tell you about South Florida? They don't care if it's good. They don't care if it's quality. They don't care if it's value. If it's free, they'll take it. 127 out of 322 votes. McDonald's, 45. South Florida Stadium Food, 30. Pizza Hut, 26. Burger King, 26. Oh, and not only those awful burgers, but those onion rings. My God, somebody ought to sue them for calling those things onion rings. They're onionish rings. Onion inspired no, no, they're, rings. They're not. They're not even onionish. They're they're batterish, is what they are. <laughs> they're just dark, nasty little rings of of dark brown batter. 
That's all they, they, they In fact, you you could get a search card and not find onion anywhere inside those little damn things. They've got salt and batter. Lots of salt, and I've never tasted any batter. <laughs> Burger King, 26. Swap Shop Food, 20. Hey, Preston, work on the food, baby. We love the Swap Shop, but watch out for the food. Denny's, 15. Arby's, 14. Miami Subs, 11. Roadhouse Grill, 5. Little Red Caboose is up to 3. Putting oh, oh, oh. old Crazy John on the map. That's good. Probably Petey Lenny voted three times. And the KFC, we just put it on there, ain't got none yet. The colonel's pissed. So Jim Lunson, Plantation writes, <laughs> WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil? Yes, sir. Hi, I was in Hollywood yesterday, and lo and behold, what do I see? A hard rock hotel and casino on 441. Yeah. What, what do you I mean, casino? A casino, a real casino. They're building it right now. That's on the res. Hmm? That's on the Indian reservation you're talking about. Right, but real gaming casino, not not the other stuff. No. Blackjack tables, everything. No. How's that go possible? On, go How's online. That possible? They, well, go online. They got it on their website. You serious? Yep. All right. Oh, all right. Well, that's great. I hope they tell the governor to stuff it. 500-room casino. They're not going to put 500 rooms up for... for uh, that stuff they have next door to it. Well, 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 wait a minute. You say that, but have you been inside? It's not finished yet. We've been working there. And you know that they're going to have slot machines, real ones? Yep, that's what the guy told us there. He said to us they wouldn't be building that if they couldn't put them in. Somehow okay. they got around it. Always like them Indians. Thank you, sir. You're done. Always like them Indians a lot. Oh! In fact, maybe Vifo could do his TV show again. <laughs> huh? What a live natural time. Yeah. And uh, Princess Summerfall, Summerfall, Winter Spring, and Chief Thunderthud, huh? <laughs> we love our friends, the Indians, baby. Oh! That's it. Stick it to them, okay? Don't put up with this dodgy crap. Florida, man, it could be paradise. You could have a paradise. And instead, look what you got. Old men walking around in spandex pants. 10.57 at 5.60 at WQM. I'll tell you, over a million people have bought a great new mattress from our friends down mattress over the phone. Now, some people say, I want to see it first. I want to put my hands on it and the mattress, too. Forget about that, because Dial Mattress doesn't carry any crap. They only carry the best mattresses in the world. I always order my mattress from them right over the phone by calling 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. They carry Sealy, Inserta, Simmons, King Coil, every size, every style. In other words, the one you want is in stock, ready for just about immediate delivery. No bait and swish when you call Dial Mattress. They're ranked number one in customer satisfaction. In fact, they have more repeat and referral customers than anybody in the universe because they know how to treat their customers right, and they'll do the same by you. Once you buy your mattress the easy way on a phone from Dial Mattress, I guarantee, I'll bet you Georgia and Carlos's life on it, you'll never go back to a showroom and buy it the stupid old-fashioned way again. And don't forget, when you buy your mattress from Dial Mattress, they set up the new one and take away the crappy old bedding for free. That is correct. Dial Mattress sets up the new and takes away the smelly, nasty, soiled old bedding for free. So make the call right now and enjoy a great night's sleep for months and years to come on a quality name brand mattress at an unbeatable everyday low price. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. 1-800-MATTRESS for Dollar Mattress, the easy, the smart way to get you a great new bed. Live, live, and local. Here's Sports Radio 560 QAM. Wonderful WQAM. 56 on your dial. Cindy, I told you not to bother me. Eisner! Mr. Mouse! Who are you snapping at, Eisner? Oh, no, nothing, sir. How are you? I'm not good. Oh, oh no. What's wrong now, sir? Oh, one of my balls turned black. Sure, your balls? My basketball in my garage! It froze! It turned black! 
Oh, oh that, that's terrible. Sir. I'm a big basketballer. Horrible. Make the call, Eisner. What, what, what call, sir? Jennifer Garner. I read in the paper she's getting a divorce. Well, she's separated. There's some chemistry there, Eisner. She wants me. I think she was just afraid to make the move on the big guy. But, sir, with all due respect, you're, you're a mouse. Hey! Don't tell me. I know I'm a mouse. I'm hot, though. She wants me. I can tell. Uh, you're my pimp, Eisner. Okay, okay, sir. I'll, I'll make the call. Oh, uh, hang on a minute. Remus! I am so sick of that song, Remus. Do not sing that song anymore, zippity doo dah zippity A. happy song, boss. It doesn't make me happy, Remus. It makes me want to strangle you. Eisner? Uh, y yes, sir. I do want to tell you one good thing you're doing. Okay. Hats off to you for American Idol. You're finally putting us on the map with that thing. Well, well, Way to go, Eisner! Well, sir, that's actually the Fox Network. Don't correct me, Eisner. <laughs> Remus? What are you doing, Remus? Can't hear you, boss. I'm playing my cymbals. Don't play the cymbals while I'm on the phone, Remus. Practicing for the Disneyland band, boss. The Disneyland band is terrible. That's right. They need me, boss. Don't play the cymbal again, Remus. <laughs> Eisner? Yes, yeah, sir. What are we running? Well, sir, we've got The Bachelor. Oh, that's right. That stupid Firestein kid with that poop-eating grin. No, 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 sir. It's it's a Firestone. Eisner? Yes, sir? Don't you correct me. What's his name? What's his name? Firestein. No, you idiot. It's Firestone. You don't even know the name of The Bachelor. Oh, I'm sorry. Heaven's sakes. And what's this information I have to read about Peter Jennings? Well, what about Peter, sir? He's doing a fine job. Remus, I swear to God, I will take your head between my white glove hands and smoosh it. Ah, boss, sorry, boss. I'm under a little stress, boss. What's the Where matter? The Nicoderm patch. See that? The Nicoderm patch. Trying to stop smoking, boss. You don't smoke, Remus. That's right, boss. Get out of here, you moron. Arthur? Yes, sir. Well, Mr. Jennings is doing a fine job. Peter Jennings is terrible. He's French. Well, actually, sir, he's Canadian. Uh, 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 Eisner? Yes. What did I tell you about correcting me? What is Peter Jennings? Say it. He's French. No, you moron. He's Canadian. He's the anchor of our network. You don't even know what he does. Why do I keep you around, Eisner? I don't, I don't know. Why, Eisner? I don't know. You are... Say it. Killing me? Killing me! And you know what? Try to get me on that Bachelor show. But, sir, you're a married mouse. Hey, Eisner. Yes? I don't want to marry him. I don't want to date those 25 girls. I just want to zap them! Scream it! 11.05-560 WQAM. Look at this uh, screenless thing here today, huh? Pretty weak. Yes. Well, it's after the holiday weekend. That must be the and excuse, it's Monday. Right? It's Monday, plus after a long holiday weekend. Plus, Geldy wasn't around this morning. They were pretty down about that. I don't know what I know about Dade County, but uh, my kid isn't in school again today. What is that all about? Uh, a holdover? See, didn't I ask you that this morning? That was the first thing I asked you. I said, is this like some kind of a four-day holiday or something? And you said, I don't know. I don't know. Because I get the feeling like here it's a four-day holiday, too. I don't know what they call this day. Is is this the day after Easter Sunday? Is that it? Yeah, I don't hang know what this is. Day. God, something really strange. We're getting screwed again. Five six seven oh five sixty. Although I wouldn't have missed this for all the money in the world, man. That great litter.
from uh, Petey Lenny, I mean from uh, Jim and Plantation. I'm sure he'll call in any minute. You uh, mark my words. Come on, Jim and Plantation, we, we, we want your call. We want some more critique of QAM in our floor mat. WQAM. Maybe one more call for the poly man might do it. Yes, sir. In the interest of pole building, I have a, I'll eat anything. I can't, I can't even hear this guy. Uh, can you hear me, Neil? There, I hear you now. Okay. I'll eat anything, especially if it's free, with the exception of Dairy Queen Brazier. I mean, oh, I yeah, rather, Dairy Queen. You've got to say it right, Brazier. Yeah, I would rather eat the, uh, the contents of a redneck spit cup than eat that stuff. It makes convenience store food look fresh. Okay. I, I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> Good job. Dairy Queen. Got it? Got it. Also, I'm not going to fax it because they don't have any funny commentary. Dairy it's Queen Brazier food, yes. The uh, Olive E Garden. Oh, what a great choice. Oh. Yeah, how could I have forgotten about that? The Olive E Garden. Out of it's sight. a tagging-ish. Get the Olive Garden on there right away, immediately, if not sooner. Boy, what dreck. Never been there. I'll, I'll give you another one. Yeah, if I could think of the name of it. Uh, Smith and Walensky. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Although I still have that nice knife set. Thank you very much, guys. Sure, we have their you know, plates over here. We use them. I, I'd say I feel bad about it, but you can't really feel too bad when you give people the opportunity to come in and dazzle you. And just like the Olive Garden at IOD several years ago after I'd been ripping them and I had a real bad experience there, well, we'll make it up to you, Neil. We'll show you, and we really are a great place. And they brought in a bunch of stuff. The, the, the thing I remember the most was that the salad was wilted. It was so mm -hmm. brown. I, I've dropped things in a bowl that weren't that brown, okay? And and then the, the pasta was like moosh, man. It was like uh, from the fall of the Roman Empire. God. And then the thing with Smith and Walensky. Oh, we're going to show you we're one of the great steakhouses of South Florida, and this is a really great place. And they came in, and they brought me this really expensive, beautiful knife set. Yeah. And I'm sure that, you know, the next day they'd like to have used it on me. <laughs> but that that's just the way it goes. You know, the, the food was caca. The steak was bad. I forget what else. I mean, they really went through. They brought us expensive, I mean, not paper plates or anything, but like real right. china. And they went through a big deal about it. And I guess I was supposed to feel bad. But I can't do that. I can't go on here and say, boy, that was really delicious. Thank you so much. I mean, we thank them for the effort. But the fact of the matter is it sucked. It was crap. Yeah, man, it was uh, even these, even these freeloaders on our. Believe me, you wouldn't have eaten that. I don't care what you say. You, you might have started out enthusiastic, and after the first bite, you would like been <laughs> puking your guts out. It was it was bad. It was grizzly. Now I do understand that certain things don't travel well, like pasta. Right. Pasta gets soft and mushy when you're trying to transport it. Steak. I mean, you know, steak you should eat right out of the uh, off the grill. You know, right, wherever right. the hell you're cooking it, right off the cow. Like a Ruth Chris. How, how, uh, I think it's like 400 degrees or 600, some wild temperature that they broil the steaks at Ruth Chris. Mm -hmm. Man, are they good. Tell them, hold the butter, by the way, hold the butter, unless you got like a real strong stomach, because otherwise you'll be making a real quick movement. But Smith and Walensky, I apologize to Ruth Chris, too, for mentioning them in the same name with Smith and Walensky. It was just a bad experience. So let's get them on here along with the Olive Garden. And what was the one before? And the, the, the Dairy Queen. Chess. And the old Brazier food. I, I remember the first time I saw that son, I said, God, they're. They're selling brassieres at the Dairy Queen. <laughs> I sure hope they aren't putting any of that soft serve in those brassieres. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. We're waiting for Jim from Plantation WQAM. Yeah, Neil. Oh my yes, God. Yes, sir. Hey, I wanted to ask you. A couple weeks ago, you mentioned something about Atlantic City stuff, and that Scott's not there. Yeah. What's the deal? Why are you writing a book about it? Are you a friend of his? 
Uh, no, I haven't gone there in years, and, and because I just didn't think it was all that good. But now, maybe if he's gone, it would be that much better. Now that he's gone, it's a hell of a lot better. Okay, you're done. Now he went off, and uh, Ira got sick of him, and he went off and did something else on the side, or whatever. He's still connected with them, but he's not yeah, like they're in the he's joint. Doing right? Catering out of there now. Right, he's doing catering out of there, but they got him way in the back, and they don't let him out in public, and he doesn't come by the station anymore. We don't ever want to see him again. In fact, you know something? Maybe he wrote this letter in his spare time. Wouldn't surprise me, because he and Defoe and the Pauly man, they were all, like, uh, involved tightly. They used to wear the same pants at the same time. Huh? <laughs> well, once in a while, Josh Friedman leave a spare pair around. Oh, I was going to say, hi, boy. 5670560. Oh, no calls on goodwill hunting, no calls on passions. Got a fact no on it, that other movie you were thinking about. They did? Yeah, send it along. Well, let me take a peek. This one is an article by, oh, oh. Oh, Senator Rick Santorum, why, why are you sending this to me? Why are you sending this to me? Huh? I give up. Oh, my God, I cannot believe this. The, this homophobic right wing, uh, we already know about him, okay? I don't need any more information about him. Uh, let's see. Ah, oh, this is the monkey man again. Ah, uh, another uh, no, queen. No, no, I, I threw his away. No, you didn't. It says poodle. It says on the bottom. Him? Him. It's the oh, monkey yeah, man. you're right. Oh, sorry. A house full of people listening to the show. My friend says the Matt Damon movie you're thinking of is The Born Identity on video now. Uh, no. That's definitely, I don't think that is the one at all. It was with uh, Casey uh, Kasem. I mean, Casey Affleck. And, uh, and they just it didn't say anything on the bottom here. Just a bunch of Dutch crap. I'm, I'm, it, that's not about the movie. That's anything about Goodwill Hunting? No. God, what an impossible crowd. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. That was Jim, too. Damn it. QAM. Oh, hi. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes, I am. Nomination for Vile Restaurants, Waffle House, and Popeyes. Wouldn't eat there if they gave it to you for free? Uh, I wouldn't eat there. I will, I will not go into any vile descriptives, but uh, there's nothing I can think of in my vocabulary that can describe... <laughs> The greasiness of either one of those places. Okay, you're well done. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, Waffle House and Popeyes. What about Popeye? Do you get spinach with your chicken at Popeyes? Costs extra. Or olive oil. Twelve minutes after 11 at 560 WQM on a really uh, marginal Monday, man. So far, it's uh, it's okay. Menza, menza, you know? Menza, menza. In fact, uh, George and Skippy were together in the menza room a little while ago. Mm-hmm. And God only knows what they were doing in there. Hey, Administrative Professionals Day is this Wednesday. Now, why did they call it that? I thought it used to be Secretary's Day. Oh, well, that's uh, sexist. I or see. Or jobist. Can't you be a male secretary, like a male nurse? No. It's just one of those things. Administrative Professionals Day is this Wednesday. Make your exceptional assistant smile with an authentic Vermont teddy bear, well, no matter what you call it. He or she will receive a beautiful bear handcrafted in Vermont, delivered with free gourmet candy, and a gift card in a fun box. Just call 1-800-829-BEAR, and a friendly bear counselor will help you choose from bears like the Lifesaver Bear or the Real Boss Bear. It's a great way to show your appreciation in a fun and original way. Your assistant will love their bear delivered to the orifice. Just think of the reaction you'll get. Everybody will think you're the best boss ever, even if you're not. Send a beautiful Vermont teddy bear, and they'll keep it on their desk all year long. It's the creative alternative to flowers. It'll be dead in just a matter of hours. It'll always remind them that you'll appreciate all they do for you. Overnight delivery is guaranteed, so you can still call today 1-800-829-BEAR or shop online at vermontteddybear.com. Show you care. Send a bear for Administrative Professionals Week or any occasion. 1-800-829-BEAR, B-E-A-R. Be sure and tell them that old Neil told you to call. Let's send one to Greg. What do you say? Bye. Okay. My, my, my. 
and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Blow too much, you're in trouble. The, the effort to get a Vermont teddy bear for a freaky Carlos out there, our reception lady, I mean, person, whoever he is. <laughs> but how about some, I mean, he deserves flowers, like pansies would be good. How about the spiked bear? That might not be bad. Maybe you could, like, rub it on his... Rectum. Here's a fact that says, most South Florida stadiums, I would agree, however, the food at Mark Light Stadium is very good. You're right about that. You could always... When I was sitting up there broadcasting them games 100 years ago, the aroma of them sausages wafting through the stands was just fantastic, mm-hmm. except when Dave Lamont would uh, do his thing. That was his whole thing. He used to fart through the entire games when he worked with me. So you said. And then, of course, he killed Sonny Hirsch. Anyway, says the food of Mark Light Stadium is very good. Just ask the beast he didn't hold back Saturday night. I'm going to tell you something, you little fat tub of crap. If you're playing fast and loose with balance for life and with my credibility and everybody else and shoveling it down your puss, which we believe for sure that you probably are, you, okay? I'm so disgusted with him, I might just go ahead and give the food to Fat Boy, you know what? How about so Hank? Me if, if, if that, huh? How about Hank? Hank won't do that. Are you kidding me? Why are you doing this to me, okay? What, he's I love to help Hank lose weight, but he's not, he's not going to lose the weight. Don't you understand? He's not going to do balance for life. He's out schmoozing and cruising with oh. all of his sports buddies there at all those restaurants, you know, at Joe's. And that's his life, you know? Food is his life. Not going to do it with Hank. It's a, it's, it's a lost cause. But the beast, 62 pounds we helped him lose. We've helped the kid, and we didn't we get him a date? Right. Gornish Telfin, man, like the Hungarians say. And speaking of getting a date, now what about this uh, thing? I noticed on our website, since I keep asking, but nothing happened. Miguel was just Miguel. in here, you're psychic again. There you go. I can smell him. The finishing touches on it, uh, passing it by us, making sure that everything was uh, okay with uh, all of the Hot Couples Contest 2 is coming soon. Somebody might be. And the trip, we stand corrected. That trip to the Bahamas, the first prize, is uh, round-trip airfare included. Well, I knew that. I mean, who, who else is going to pay that? It's, it, would be like saying, the it would be like saying, we're going to give away a trip to Vegas, but you got to pay for airfare. Who the hell would take that, especially in this freeloading crowd? Huh? 
So we're going to have a trip or two to the Bahamas, all-inclusive. In other words, hotel and airfare paid Just. in our hot couples contest. Stay tuned for details and also on our website. Check that. Okay? Right. We'll make a little something happen, even though it's never easy at QA. And not because of Miguel, not because of our good friend Doreen, but because it's such a cheap-ass outfit. If there's something good laying around, it's always the, the freeloaders on the inside. They always mm -hmm. grub it up before anybody gets a chance. That's the way it works. Right. That's the way it works at QAM. <laughs> One more time. Okay, I gotta, well, I gotta, I gotta cute it up. That's all right. I'll play some filler music. Don't you understand? Cute, cute, cute it up. Ads traffic. I'm Mark Morgan on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Oh, right. Wow. QAM. You know, you're spastic, Mark. You're really spastic, okay? You're not uh, amusing. You're not interesting. I don't even know if the content of your traffic is accurate or not, because who the hell can listen to it when you do that spastic voice? Hey, everybody. I heard a little bit of Boog. I was in here in this room over the weekend. I punched up during the Marlin game. Heard the Boogs around here. I like Boog a lot, but just he's too happy. Hey, we're losing 17 to 1, everybody, and it's a little outside for ball two. You know, he's just too happy. Everybody is a little bit happy, but not too happy. Because too happy comes across as fake. Now, what is this stuff? This is about that hard rock deal? Right. That's the whole... Uh, is this the real... Is this the MS? Of it, or, uh, apparently. Who would have thought back in 2001 when Hard Rock Cafe International and Florida Seminole Indians sealed the deal to bring a hard rock casino to the tribes reservation in Tampa and Hollywood that the deal itself would become something, something of a political football? After all, the Hard Rock Cafe, a wholly owned subsidiary of London-based, the rank group pick, Ranky on the NASDAQ, has been in the casino business for years, owning and operating properties in Vegas, London, Manchester, and even online. Almost from the moment the casinos officially broke ground early in 2001, the project became mired in the mud of Florida politics. How unusual. The problem, due to the fact that the Seminoles only possess a Class II gaming license, which includes high-stakes bingo, low-stakes poker, and video gaming machines that dispense paper tickets instead of coins, the casino itself in all likelihood not be as profitable as a full-blown casino. That takes a Class III gaming license, which the Seminoles, through no fault of their own, don't possess. Therein lies the rub. The tribe has thus far tried unsuccessfully to negotiate Class Three compacts with two successive governors back in the early 90s. The Seminoles even went so far as to offer the state a 45% share of gaming profits, all to no avail. The state of Florida, you see, is not biased against gambling. Far from it. What they're dead set against is competition. The state-owned and operated lottery is by far the biggest cash cow that legislators have yet to milk and rip off, too, by the way. The last thing the state wants is a competing gambling venue which land-based casino gaming represents, or at least at the state's government standard line anyway. For some strange reason, while they tremble at the thought of a land-based casino, they don't seem to mind the dozens of water-based casino cruise ships which ply any number of Florida port cities. That's because that's a Mickey Harrison. That's their buddy, man. That's their paisan. That's their partner in crime, who also, of course, is death on any uh, casinos on land. So what's a tribe to do? It says the answer to that is threefold. In the first place, the Seminoles did what other tribes had done before them. That is, they tested the envelope in their existing license by adding quasi-slot machines to the operation. The state responded by trying to rein back the Seminoles' gaming expansion in federal court. The tribe then countersued the state, neither of which resulted in any real curtailment in either the state's position or the Seminoles. So the Seminoles then decided perhaps they could attract more bees with honey than with vinegar by sweetening the campaign coffers of various legislators. In 1996 alone, the Seminole tribe donated some 350 grand to federal campaigns, 80% of which went to Democratic candidates. In 2000, the Seminoles displaced the Mash and Tucket Pequot tribe of Connecticut. Can I say that again? Better Please, not. Could you? Who owns Foxwood Casino as the county's, country's top tribal contributor. To date, however, the state has yet to budge one inch. 
Florida's legislature continues to reject measures to expand casino gaming in the state. Not only have they continued to reject the Seminoles' request for a Class Three gaming license, they also refuse to allow the state's hard-pressed racetracks to uh, the right to add slot machines, which racetrack owners contend they need to uh, survive. This brings us back to Hard Rock, who in 2001 stepped up to work with the Seminole tribe despite the lack of a Class Three license. Financing for the project was completed in June 2002 by the issuance of $315 million of capital trust agency revenue bonds. Hard Rock's parent company, the Rank Group Pick, has subscribed for $25 million of the bonds. The new, and, uh, does it have an answer here to the question? Jesus, God. The new Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Tampa Resort will be located on the site of the existing Seminole facility off exit 5 Interstate 4. will feature 90,000 square feet of gaming space with 1,500 electronic pull tab machines and 50 gaming tables, a 250-room hotel and 10 restaurants. The uh, Hollywood Casino will be located adjacent to the Seminole's existing facility, 441 and Sterling Road, not far from Mommy's house. The new resort features 115,000 square feet of gaming space with 2,000 electronic pull tab machines and 65 gaming tables, 750 hotel and 12 rooms and 12 restaurants, including Hard Rock Cafe. Both the tribe and Hard Rock executives made it clear they expect eventually to be issued a Class 3 license. That's a lofty ambition, considering the state's continued and vocal opposition to land-based casino gaming. With construction proceeding apace, it's going to be interesting to see who blinks first. For now, both the tribe and the state are going to continue to be stuck between a Hard Rock and a place. So did you get anything out of that? Yeah, the answer is uh, no. The caller was wrong. They're not going to have Class 3 games. They're going to no, have exactly not. what they have now. They're building it, and they're hoping for it, just right. like the racetracks are hoping for their slot machines. But when you got all these right-wingers controlling the goddamn state, we continue being a Neanderthal backwoods state, controlled by Mickey Erison and the uh, idiots who run the lottery, the biggest ripoff in the history of mankind. Oh, yeah, but they removed the money from you so, uh, yeah. Remember that editorial in the Herald yeah. about how the casinos removed the money from you so uh, delicately or whatever right. the hell that little stupid line was? <laughs> yeah. That's Florida. Never going to change, baby. Never going to change. Gornish Telfin. Racetracks here in Toronto all have slots, by the way, and all over Ontario. I just should point that out. And they've got huge purses, you've got gigantic purse money. And where does a lot of that money come? From the slots, from the gambling. Oh. See, I, I guess it makes sense that if you got horse racing and there's people gambling on it, that any other kind of gambling doesn't make any difference. Gambling is right. gambling. Ah, it makes too much sense for Florida. No, no, that kind is wrong. Thank you. You're done. 27 after 11 at 560 WQAM. Hey, if you're uh, going out for a nice swim in the hot weather in South Florida and you look in your pool and you say, oh, my God, what the hell's going on here? Maybe it's stained, it's dirty, and it's cracking in your pool, too. Well, do not look at that mess anymore. Call our good friends at Atlantic Marside. They're not just pool guys who run around town in a little pickup truck. Usually, you know, those little beat-up pickup trucks, and they got you see the big net in the back, the pool guys who claim to uh, be uh, selling you good stuff. These people are real construction folks who use full-time employees, not just subcontractors. Atlantic Marside specializes in the most incredible innovation at the pool business in years, Diamond Bright. Atlantic Marsite's been pouring it on for 12 years. They're licensed, they're insured professionals, and we've been trained other companies internationally on how to do diamond brighting and do it right. And they'll give you the same price to give it to the contractors, which is unbeatable. They service North Miami, Broward, and Palm Beach County. So if you live in any of those joints called Atlantic Marsite, they're the biggest installers of diamond bright anywhere in town. They'll come right to you, give you a free estimate with no obligation, and they also do a stupendous job of pool and deck renovations, custom lighting, pool heating, and exotic and erotic water features, too. For the very best, call Atlantic Marsite toll-free, 1-800-558-8883. That's 1-800-558-8883. Diamond Bright, do it right, because Diamond Bright is a pool's best friend. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. 
Beware of exploding balls. Yeah, welcome back to the Mohammed and David Show on the dawn of our fearless leader's glorious victory. They won't be attacking us again. <laughs> you mean the big statues? <laughs> Don't you ever, ever contradict the good intentions of our government? <laughs> that hole in the ground in New York is all on account of that guy, see? Why, the last thing the victims saw was a dam behind the wheel of that plane. I thought it was the Saudis. Oh, the Saudis, huh? Yeah. Why, you left this commie pinko fed? <laughs> I'll have you know that guy's like Hitler. Take it from me. I'm a survivor, you know. From a concentration camp? Yeah, but that was no game show. How'd you survive that? I was, uh, uh what they call it, a, a Sonder Commando. A what? Well, it was, uh, like, uh, it was me and Harry Fleischer's grandfather, and we had to, uh, I remember it like it was yesterday today. It was 1942. Hey, Commandant, we'll see you now. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll this. In time? I have bone, uh, I'll, uh, Commandant. Where is Fleischer? Well, he went under the covers and turned in more than uh, the certain jewels. Very well, then. And what information have you for me today? Well, I got, uh, Rosenblatt. Uh, that guy there's a Jew. You can have him. And, uh, that, uh, Lowenstein broad. There's one for you. Can I have my hair piece back now? <laughs> I use it to wipe my boots. Oh, well, that's... Uh... But your efforts will not go unrewarded. The Fuhrer is pleased with your cooperation. And he will be visiting this office once he concludes his meeting with Preston Bush. I don't know about you, but I use his meat tenderizer. Hey there, Adolf. Uh, what do you know? What do you say? He says you have a nice back. Now, he wants you to bend over. Now, see here. that day is when the judge came at me. It's 11.34, till noon at 560 WQM. I just feel like we're out of sync because everybody else is having another day vacation today. Yeah. And caught me unprepared. That'll learn you. 5.6, and a lot of the stuff you're sending me is very interesting, but it's very morbid. I don't want to start the week by getting morbid, okay, and trying to get everybody else as morbid as possible. Sorry. Oh, that was uh, Carlos just did that with that article? Yeah. About all that. I, I, yeah, look, I mean... The fact is that people who have any kind of sensitivities at all, they're moved by these horrible pictures, the kids with their arms blown off, and their, uh, all of these things. We've seen them a million times now. Not enough, but we've seen them a lot. And the people out there who are oblivious, who will goose step along and just uh, put the blinders on and pretend that these things aren't going on, or that they're just the necessary collateral damage and crap happens, and the untidiness of war, whatever you want to call it, uh, we're not going to change their mind. So if you want to put that on the website, that's fine. But in terms of my sitting here and reading that stuff, uh, what's the point, okay? What's the point? And we got a bunch of clowns up here that are running around attending funerals and going elsewhere. People that are SARS positive, including healthcare professionals, that are belligerent and adamant. You know, that's really not all that necessary to go to somebody's funeral if, uh, if that's the case. Follow what I'm saying? What Putting are you saying? hundreds of other people at risk. Because when somebody is dead, uh, it's not a question of how much they'll appreciate it anymore. Follow what I'm saying? I'm not right. big on funerals. Maureen Dowd writes, A Tale of Two Fridays, the Pentagon, a.k.a. the International Trust for Historic Preservation, has once more shown the world its deep cultural sensitivity. Franklin Graham, the Christian evangelist who has branded Islam a very wicked and evil religion, was the honored speaker at the Pentagon's Good Friday service. After Kenna West, a Christian singer crooned, There is one God and one faith, 
Mr. Graham told an auditorium of soldiers in camouflage, civilian staffers, and his son, a West Point cadet, there's no other way to God except through Christ. Jesus Christ is alive because he is risen, and friends, he's coming back, and I believe he's coming back soon. When Muslim groups complained that the Pentagon was endorsing his attacks on Islam, Mr. Graham asked for a photo op with Muslim Pentagon employees. They declined. Muslims suspicious that America is on a crusade against Islam were inflamed to learn that Mr. Graham is taking his missionary act to Iraq. They're still scorched by his remarks to NBC News after 9-11. It wasn't Methodists flying into those buildings, and it wasn't Lutherans. It was an attack on this country by people of the Islamic faith. He wrote in his last book that Christianity and Islam were as different as lightness and darkness, and recently told the Sunday Times of London, the true God is the God of the Bible, not the Koran. Workers from Mr. Graham's Christian relief organization, Samaritan's Purse, were in Jordan, waiting to invade Iraqi infidels with a blend of kitchen pantry and Elmer Gantry. <laughs> Great. A blend of kitchen pantry and Elmer Gantry. <laughs> Treating Operation Iraqi Freedom was a lucky break for Jesus, Mr. Graham told the religious website, B BeliefNet. We're there to reach out and love them and to save them, and as a Christian, I do this in the name of Jesus Christ. The 50-year-old son of Billy Graham has close connections to the president, who was in charge of evangelical outreach during his father's 88 campaign, and who pressed the war in Iraq by calling liberty God's gift to humanity. Both Sions remained in Jesus Christ after periods of rebellion, Franklin Graham gave, is that science? I never get that word right. Sean. Recommitted to Jesus Christ after periods of rebellion, Franklin Graham gave the prayer at W's inaugural. The president said Billy Graham planted the seed in my heart to stop drinking and embrace Jesus. He planted that evil, bad seed in his heart. In Baghdad, it was Bad Friday. On the Islamic Holy Day, thousands of Iraqis marched through downtown, shouting for America to leave our country. Looters continuing their rampage stole vials of a polio virus from a public health laboratory and set the information ministry on fire. Mullahs were happy to talk and balk after suffocating under Sodom. You are masters today, Sheikh Ahmed al-Kubisi, lectured American in one Basque mosque, in one Baghdad mosque, but I warn you against thinking of staying. Get out before we force you out. And then she says, isn't this how Osama got started? Back here, the neocons and war planners were too busy gloating to worry about the ambient sound of civilizations clashing. Rummy wants a Bechtel Iraqi pipeline booster and now busy planning to load American military bases into Iraq seems almost perversely determined to act as though the vandalizing of relics of the birth of civilization was insignificant, something only sissies could cry over. It's the same per it's uh, the same person, the picture, well, how can I read today? It's the same picture of some person walking out of some building with a vase, he said, or do you want to say vase, and you see 20 times and you think, my goodness, were there that many vases? Is it possible there were that many vases in the whole country? If vase? The Pentagon could easily have saved the National Museum and Library if they redeployed the American troops assigned to guard Ahmad Shalabi, the Richard Pearl pal, Pentagon candidate and convicted embezzler, who's back in Iraq trying to ingratiate himself with the country he left 40 years ago. Instead of hectoring those who expressed any doubt about the difficulty of occupying Iraq, the conservatives should worry about their own self-parody, pandering to the base by blessing evangelical Christians who want to proselytize Muslims, protecting their interests by backing a shady expat puppet, pleasing their contributors by preemptively awarding rebuilding contracts to Halliburton and Bechtel, and swaggering like gods as Iraq's cultural heritage goes up in flames. Talk about a baptism by fire, says Maureen Dowd. Sorry, Maureen, a bad reading by me, but another great column in New York Times uh, yesterday. Bad reading, sorry. Well, it's Monday anyway. Now, did Jim Lentz call in yet? No, not yet. Damn it. In fact, nobody's on here right now. Look at that. I'm telling you, man, it's just not another one of those Mondays. This is a special one. Why didn't you warn me about that? Sorry. 21 till noon at QM, the Mad Dog will be here at 1, and he's going to let you, when you call in on the Mad Dog today, he'll let you decide when your call is up, okay? Just say, okay, Mad Dog, I'm done. 
Here's a great store for you if you're trying to lose some weight. Delights of West Boca, they can help you slim down because this entire store is dedicated and they carry only products that are going to help you lose weight. 700 and plus low-carb, sugar-free products in one great store. So whether you're on the Atkins, rest in peace, or any other low-carb, sugar-free diet, Delights of West Boca is a store you're going to love. Try some of their newest bakery products like chocolate cupcakes and brownies by Carb Control with only one effective gram of carbs per serving. They are delicious. And don't forget Delights' incredible selection of other good-tasting stuff, low-carb pastas, sauces, dressings, cheesecakes, chocolates, and their famous soft syrup carbolite ice cream. Don't forget at Delights of West Boca, all Atkin brands product are 25% off all day, every day. Their staff knows dieting inside and out, and they're open every day, 10 to 10. You'll find Delights on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next door to Boston Market. Call them toll-free at 1-877-LOW-CARB or shop them on the net if you like it low-carb. Here's a store entirely dedicated to you and your desires to lose that disgusting, grotesque, ugly, unhealthy fat. Delights of West Boca, your official Atkins Retail Center. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Believe it. Now, the Aflac casting call. All right, Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokaw. Aflac. Uh, again, Tom? Ahoy. Uh, one more time, Tom. Ahoy. I'm losing the second part. One more. Ahoy. Next. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Yes, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Stop saying what I'm saying. I'll tell you what I'm saying. Have that. Again. Have that. Again. Have that. Next. Jesse Jackson. Affleck. Uh, the Affleck. Uh, Jesse, I'm sorry, but the duck is white. Next, Woody Allen. She's nuts. I mean, it's a duck that talks. Stick to the script, Mr. Allen. It's crazy. It's insanity. Read the line, please. Why would a duck speak? Next. The great Sean Connery, sir. Welcome, sir. Welcome. Sean Connery. Welcome, sir. Just read the line, please. Ah, fuck. Uh, excuse me, sir, again? Ah, fuck. Sir, I'm sorry. That second part of the line, I don't... I'm simply saying, ah, fuck. Next! Oh, God. I guess we got Gilbert Gottfried over here. All right, give it to me, Gilbert. Ah, fuck! Uh, one more time, Gilbert. Ah, fuck! Well, Gilbert, I pretty much hate you, and I think you're terrible, but you're the closest thing we got. You got the job. But they still can't get that buzz out of Gilbert, you notice that? Yeah. 11.45 at 5.60 WQM. So it's official. Our Hot Couples Contest Part 2 starts Thursday, May 1. A week from Thursday. Is that correct? Yes, it is. People can log on to our website, email a picture of themselves with their significant other. And I want to be kind about the last, uh, you know, we had that one really uh, nice-looking couple. And then two weeks to, to, to enter your pictures. On Thursday, May 15, pictures will be up on the web for voters to choose their favorite. It's strictly up to the audience. Thursday, May 22, the couple with the most votes wins. Contest will run for three months, and uh, we'll have one hot couple winning one trip each and every month. How do you like that? Because the grand prize is a three-day, two-night stay for two at Royal Oasis Resort and Casino in the Bahamas with round-trip airfare on Lake Erie. Runner-up dinner for two at the Pizza Loft. Got it? Got it. Okay, let me stick that in the appropriate place. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line on our website today. Where would you never eat, even if they gave you the food for free, we asked. 439 votes. Tells you everything you need to know about this crowd, because 37% said, no, we don't care. We'll eat anything yeah. if it's free. If it's free, I'll eat it. It's me. 162 people. 651 said McDonald's. They wouldn't eat there if they gave them the food for free. 42 South Florida Stadium food. They said, fair. <laughs> 
Pizza Hut 32, Swap Shop Food 32, Burger King 30. How many for Burger King? About 30, man. Arby's 22, Denny's 21, Miami Sub 16, Roadhouse Grill 6, Waffle House 5, Little uh, Red Caboose 4, Popeye's 4, Applebee's 3, The Old Dairy Queen and that Brazier Burger 2, Smith and Malinsky 2, KFC 1, and Boston Chicken just went on her. It don't have any yet out of 444 votes. WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. George. Hello. No, this is Neil. George ain't speaking. What is it? Hey, how are you, Neil? Good. I want to add something to your poll. Yeah. 7-Eleven food. Oh, you don't like them pickled sausages? Oh, some of those hot dogs, I think, have been on there all day. And those pickled eggs? <laughs> hey, I think I know who wrote that poll into the Herald, by the way. Yeah. I think that was Barry Jackson. A lot of the lines were taken from Barry's column. You're right. Okay, thank you, sir. You're done. Yeah, he was taking lines from everybody in here. Howard David, a stand-up radio host, uncharacter uncharacteristically faded like a cheap claimer at Gulfstream Park. Oh, my God. Mm. This is Defoe and Napoli Man and uh, Petey Lenny. They're playing little games. You know, I guess they got too much time on their hands. Maybe Defoe's tearing up too many losing trinket, uh, trinkets, trinkets at Gulfstream. <laughs> yeah, too many trinkets, man. And by the way, uh, Rimmer's not getting your job. Paranoid and delusional, the Defoe Man. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Nobody saw Goodwill Hunting. Nobody's got anything to say about it because they're convinced that the only reason I'm watching is because Matt Damon's in it, and they're right. Uh, nobody saw that passion thing except George. Now you saw Sheridan. Yeah. And 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 she's hot. What did I tell you? You told me she was hot, and she is. Told you, folks. They they won't listen to us. They they got their own agenda, man. They're they're rolling Easter eggs on the front lawn. <laughs> they are. WQAM. Neil? Yes, ma'am. Hey, I had something to add to your poll. I don't know if it's too late, but checkers. No, not too late. What is it? Checkers. Checkers. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Good Goodwill Hunting is a great movie. There's one scene in particular there you've got to see that's it's Robin Williams and Matt Damon on a bench, and he gives a speech to him. It's, it's fantastic. You've got to watch the whole movie, Neil. Oh, I, I saw that part. That's in the early part of the movie. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. I, I watched about... Oh, 20 minutes of it, and then I'd take the rest because it was on real late last night. Oh, well, watch the whole thing. I think it's a great movie. Okay, thanks. Okay, bye. Say, say hi to Chubby Checker. She said, Checkers blows. That's what she said. I never ate there, so I really wouldn't know. We, didn't we get good comments about Checkers? Of course, the wheat's its own. Right. I mean, no matter what no matter what place you open up, there are going to be a few people going to say, oh, that place is really great. Just like Denny's. Look at all the business they do, huh? Right. Now, did we get the Olive Garden on there? I don't think so, Carlos. I don't see no olive garden on there. Oh, there it is. It's got seven. I told it was on there. It's got seven votes. I'm starting to sound like Mickey now, you know what? <laughs> five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the AT&T line. We got Jim Mad Dog, Jim Mandis, the old Wolverine. Be along at one o'clock today. We're waiting desperately. We're just killing some time until Jim from Plantation calls in to program the rest of this show and the rest of the station from now until the end of time. Or at least until Friday when the book comes out. Well, there's going to be a lot of pressure on some people when that book comes out. Oh, man, can you just... Uh, don't be too close in the morning, in the early morning. I, I come in like about a minute before 9. Okay. Because the aroma of his bag exploding... Well, that's right, the numbers won't be until 11.30 anyway. But right. the pressure... Pressure is going to be building on his bag. And those veins are going to be popping all over the place. The pressure's on you this time, Mo. It's in your capable hands. And if he doesn't show up Saturday... If he has a bad book, you don't show up Saturday at that thing. I think that's it. 
I think finito, finito. About the WQAM. Hey, I'm trying to get in touch with Neil. Speaking. Neil, hey, buddy, this is Steve in Plantation. You want me to go find Jim for you? Yeah, when you find Jim, I think he's in the tea room right now, but when he gets out, tell me you need to speak to him. Okay, all right, I'll look for him. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> oh. Everybody's looking for poor Jim in Plantation, which I'm sure that they must have stolen his name. Or maybe he's just, like I said, one of the racetrack buddies from Defoe end up with the Pauly Man. you got to get the Pauly Man back. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you people crazy or what? And the Gurgly Man, the Pauly Man and the Gurgly Man. Doesn't that tell you everything you need to know about that Saturday trivia show? The Pauly Man, the Gurgly Man, and Defoe. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather go out and chew up a bufo than listen to Defoe. Five six seven oh five sixty. I just I couldn't handle those puns anymore. I mean, Steve Nichol just destroyed that child. He just whatever vestiges of hope there were in him, it just he destroyed it. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Steve. By the way, I'm sure if Steve Nichol were here, he'd probably give us a, a closing comment. <laughs> WQAM. Hey Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Listen, I got a place here. How about the county building? You know that restaurant they got upstairs, and then have uh, the mayor come sit next to you and say if you are uh, done with your monster ball. Hmm. Is he done? Her? Five six seven oh five sixty pound. I have no idea what he just said. I, I, I there were some words that I recognized that seem fairly familiar. <laughs> WQAM. Oh damn it! That was Jim. Yeah. I could tell. I could tell by the dial tone that was Jim. Come on, call us back, Jim. America's waiting for you. WQAM. And uh, I think everyone. Yeah, that's the same guy again. He keeps calling on line nine. That's his fourth call today. Get lost, loser, okay? Go to the track default, pick you some wieners. Well, that's another thing. Now, some of the racetrack food is good, like at Pompano Park, of course, in the clubhouse, and at the Ben and Jerry's. But the food at Gulfstream, of course, I haven't been there in years, but I hear some real bad reports. And the food at Hialeah. Oh, my God. When they were still doing their thing, I don't even know if they're ever going to do their thing again, Hialeah. I don't know what the status is, nor do I want to know. Wow, wow, wow. And if the food was edible at Hialeah, which it was not, but if it would have been, the people who were selling it and handling it. I mean, you would have thought that at least they would have put the rafts in the back room. <laughs> huh? It, it just don't look too appetizing when the people that are handling your food have got their rubber wraps sitting like right by where they're standing. And in fact, some of them were still standing in it with water up to their ankles. Well, we got to have some extra water, you know, to boil some of them weenies. We got a big crowd today. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. John Brunetti, what you did, man, what you did to that once glorious place. There are no words to describe it. WQAM. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Buenos dias. Speaking of the Pauly man, saw him at Gulfstream yesterday. Picked me a bunch of losers. Yeah. Howard David this morning was talking about rating. Some guy was asking him what shares and uh, yeah, there's the chronic, the chronic guy that was just on a minute ago who called 15 oh, times today. The yeah. hard rock thing. Yeah, I wish they had a full out casino. And last thing, I'm out, Neil. Like one of the Pauly man's buddies. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line guys that they threw out of New York City guys that got uh, bumped out of Brooklyn man all wound up in South Florida and wound up on the radio on QAM for a while they're gone they're gone which we say oh! I'd rather hear the big O I'd rather hear Joe Zagaki and the big O oh! do a uh, two man show for the next four hundred years continuous <laughs> than hear the uh, Pauly man or the Gurgly man back on the station right the Gurgly man WQAM 
Are they done? Are they done on seven? <laughs> they sound done to me. Well done. WQAM, hello. Hey, you forgot on um, Little Caesars. Oh, Little Caesars is bad. Oh, it's the worst. It's cardboard. Salty, salty. Okay, thank you. Little Caesars, get that on there. That's the one that the bird used to tell me was so good. The one down there on the old Dixie Highway in the Gables, across from uh, U of M, where they have no taste anyway? Yeah. I'm going to tell you, if we get a confirmation that the Beast was pigging out at Mark Light Stadium on Saturday night, I'm, I'm going to be mm. so pissed off at that piece of turd. I might start uh, taking Mo's side about him, and that would take an awful lot. I mean, what, what is he thinking about? In fact, what is uh, the uh, water Nazi thinking about when she's doing this log lately, huh? I think what she ought to do is just put all the spots for the same people on, like, back-to-back. -back. That would be a good idea. Save, save time and effort. But I'll bet you she'll get something really nice for assistant uh, executive, uh, whatever the hell her title is, uh, executive water Nazi on Wednesday. What do you think Greg is going to give to all the uh, ladies in the office on Wednesday? Well, in the oh, next hour, we'll go, we'll go down the list one by one. 11.56, four minutes till noon at 5.60 WQAM, where we believe that incest is best. You know, over a million people have brought a mattress at uh, Dial a Mattress over the phone. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to see a big, expensive showroom and help pay for somebody's rent. All you have to do is make one simple call that even a moron can do. Just pick up that instrument and dial 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Do it right now, and you'll be having a great night's sleep for months and years to come from Dial a Mattress. This is the only way to do it. That's what I do. That's what Miguel did. Even George did it finally, a big shot like him. Called Dial a Mattress, and they took care of them. They carry the best mattresses in the world. They got Sealy, Inserta, Simmons, King Coil, every size, every style imaginable, and exactly the one you want in the size you're looking for is in stock, ready for just about immediate delivery. Dial a Mattress is ranked the best in the world in customer satisfaction. They got more repeat and referral customers than anybody else going because they treat you great. And I guarantee you, I'll say it again, I'll bet George's life and Mo and uh, Geldy and Carlos, I'll bet all of your lives on it, that once people buy a mattress over the phone from Dial a Mattress, they'll never go back to schlep into showrooms again. And when you buy a mattress from Dollar Mattress, they set it up and take away the crappy old bedding for free. That is correct. Dollar Mattress sets up the new and takes away the old bedding for free. So make the call right now, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Tell them that crusty old Neil told you to call 1-800-MATTRESS for Dollar Mattress, the easy, the smart way to get you a great night's sleep. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. I'm Frau Ileana Ross-Lateman, and I like scrubbing my smelly gorilla ass with soap made from jewels and listening to the near Roche Amnista Hour. Fox News coverage of the liberation of Iraq continues in a moment with the latest surrender tellies, the phenomenal battle successes of the last 24 hours, and a special Fox News segment on the genius of President Bush. Is he everybody's hero? Or a saint sent from heaven above. Live coverage on CNN 24 hours a day. Is the war justified? We'll show you a video of thousands of protesters yelling at each other, then back to the battlefield where U.S.-led troops are meeting stiff resistance from egg-throwing Iraqi citizens. Hello, Chris Matthews, MSNBC. I don't know why I'm yelling, but our reporters in Iraq share heart-wrenching stories of American heroism through green screen night vision cameras and then we'll take you back to the States to meet their families in heavily edited segments featuring dramatic music that will bring even the manliest man to convulsing tears. Why am I yelling? I don't know! Only on Al Jazeera will you find the truth about the wall in Iraq. Tonight we show you the merciless bloody murder of millions of innocent Arabs by evil U.S. forces as they desperately try to raise their kill ratio to hide their failing leadership. Uh, 1201 at 560 WQM. Speaking of Fox, 
Here's this article from BuzzFlash. One thing is crystal clear. Clear Channel is a subsidiary of Bush, Inc. Rally for America, the supposedly politically neutral homegrown events that started sprouting up in cities across the nation earlier this year, drew thousands of flag-waving, Dixie-chick-hating folks who favor President Bush's war with Iraq. The rallies also drew their fair share of criticism. Though sponsored by local radio stations, those stations share a common owner, the Texas-based Clear Channel Worldwide, Inc., a media giant with a nationwide network of 1,240 radio stations and a clear line to Bush. Numerous media outlets have raised questions about Rally for America. Was it appropriate for a major media company to sponsor and uncover patriotic support the troops rallies? Of course not, but what do ethics matter when friends are involved? It's no coincidence that Clear Channel executives Tom Hicks and L. Lowry Mays have contributed tens of thousands of dollars to Bush's gubernatorial and presidential campaign coffers, or that Clear Channel gave over 119 grand in soft money to Republicans in 2001 and 2, this on top of 83,000 it gave in 2000. Democrats, meanwhile, got $25,000 in soft money in the same three-year period. Or that Clear Channel stations have been known to pull radio ads criticizing Republicans. So what, if anything, did Clear Channel hope to gain by currying favor with the pro-war Washington? Well, consider that Congress is currently studying the effects of media consolidation and may make changes that could affect Clear Channel's reach. Concerned that media ownership is concentrated in too few hands, Senator Russ Feinkold of Wisconsin introduced the Competition in Radio and Concert Industries Act in 2002, which would limit further deregulation. The Senate Commerce Committee has held hearings on the legislation, and the FCC is scheduled to vote for June 2th. FCC Chairman Michael Powell, yes, son of that Powell, already has indicated that media ownership regulations could be relaxed even beyond that of the 1996 Telecommunications Act that enabled Clear Channel to go from owning 36 radio stations for less than the former legal limit to becoming the largest radio owner in the U.S. Clear Channel's executives like Powell's thinking. They're not as fond of fine goals. After all, life's been pretty good for Clear Channel. While the number of radio stations it owns comprises 10% of the nation's total, Clear Channel takes in 20% of all radio advertising revenues, $16 billion in 2001, and reaches 25% of all total listeners. It owns approximately 39 television stations and more than 770,000 billboards. Clear Channel is also the biggest live concert promotions firm, which has angered some in the music world. Recording artists, for example, have alleged that Clear Channel punishes musicians who don't hire Clear Channel as their tour promoter by reducing the number of times their album is played on certain stations or by taking out of a rotation. Clear Channel, of course, denies the charge. Certainly, all the negative publicity has gotten to Clear Channel. It recently hired a public relations firm to improve its image and Washington, D.C. lobbyists to help its cause. Just last week... Clear Channel announced it was doing away with the pay-for-play system, whereby record companies funnel money through independent promoters to radio stations in exchange for airplay. Instead, Clear Channel proposed a new restructured relationship with the recording industry on specific group-wide contesting promotions and marketing opportunities. But lest anyone thinks this is a step toward a new improved Clear Channel, consider what one artist manager told the Chicago Tribune, Clear Channel is getting rid of indie promoters so they can work more directly with the labels and artists. We'd be better off to keep our hands on our wallets. And it goes on and on and on for pages and pages. It was on our website yesterday, so it's on our stories, on our featured stories from past days. And, of course, we know that most of the radio stations in South Florida, most of the ones that anybody knows about, AM, WYOD, Wins. WINZ, and, well, what is it now, WFX, what is it? Right. WRFX. WF this. Right. And then, of course, FM, you got Love 94, and you got Y100, and you got uh, just a long, long list. Uh, what's the other ones? Zeta. Big, big, small. Zeta. Zeta. Clubs 94. 
I mean, other than the uh, three uh, the three that are owned by Cox and then a couple that are owned by us, the three owned by Beasley, everything else basically is clear channel, which is why you hear the same music, the same syndicated talkmeisters, the same right-wing crap, every single market. And, boy, this administration loves it. What better way to goose up the audience right along? 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line, WQAM. Hello. Yeah, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Hey, did you see that story about the guy that uh, saved his own dog's dog because the uh, firefighter didn't want to go up to the balcony? No, he did not. Yeah, he somehow he climbed up to the first, you know, the first floor, and he broke the sliding glass door. He grabbed his dog. The dog jumped off the balcony. Then he jumped. They arrested him. Arrested him for what? They said that that uh, he was endangering uh, other lives because if he for some reason had gotten uh, trapped up there, which he couldn't, he just broke the damn glass door. Yeah. And that he would put a firefighter in peril. And then this morning, uh, you know, the people were pissed. And this morning, then he appeared on one of those morning shows. I got up to pee, and I just, you know, saw it. And uh, they they brought out like the past, his past. And he's been arrested before, like for drinking and stuff like that. What's that got to do with one thing or the other? Well, let me ask you this: Was the dog drinking? Yeah, probably. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty. Look at that phone, man. Nothing. Zippity doo da. Like Mickey said, don't sing that song anymore. I will anyway. Zippity doo da. Very, very weak, baby. Waiting for a coronary bypass has died after a delay in surgery because of the SARS outbreak. How do you like that? Somebody was waiting for a coronary mm. bypass had to wait because they closed down all those, uh, they, you know, hospital uh, surgeries. Right. And they died while they were waiting. While they were, you know, waiting for all this other stuff to get taken care of. The important stuff. WQAM? Yeah, let's speak to Neil. Speaking. Sir, uh, topic change real quick for you. Uh, the general manager of the very last stand of fashion of freedom in the city of Fort Lauderdale, uh, the last strip club. We ended on Saturday. Uh, the mayor has been on a seven-year campaign and finally succeeded. We are all completely done now. And I could never understand the reason why he had to close all those down tax-paying businesses for the simple reason that it was not a, a venue he would ever want to entertain and go to. Mm -hmm. This was in the city of Fort Lauderdale? Governed by the city of Fort Lauderdale, correct. Uh -huh. So in other uh, words, Jim Noggle is who we're talking about? That's correct. That good yeah. Christian mayor, right, that they just reelected again for reasons unbeknownst to me? Exactly the same reasons I could not understand. I mean, there's a lot of people who do support what he's done for the city, uh, and I, I really don't understand where the complication came into play. I mean, if there was a lot... You have a club Atlantis, <laughs> not to mention other names, that had many, many arrests, many 911 calls over the time of operation they've been open. Uh, we've had fewer than three, and yet we seem to be more of a posture of uh, concern to him than that establishment. I could never understand the reasoning behind it. Well, maybe you're not uh, greasing the right palms. Well, actually, we actually, the funny thing about our owner, our owner said the same thing. Nobody, everybody had their hand out. Somebody had their hand mm -hmm. out. At least he could at least do that, but nobody there ever even had their hand out. It was well, legitimate. It was by the books, but, um, you know, this, this was a, a local's bar. This thing had been here for 23 years, and... Due to hard pressure and, uh, and closing a lot of doors for us, our attorney said, you know, we're better off just ending it. Uh, or they would come in and, and basically just force us out no matter okay, what. Okay, well, good luck to you, pal. I appreciate it. Take care. Okay. Another one bites at us in Fort Lauderdale, man. We don't want no stuff like that. We don't want those swing clubs. We got the BS uh -oh! out on their tail. Good old Ken Jenny with his uh, hip boots. 
But, you know, I can sit here and pontificate and scream and holler. South Florida is never going to change. Never, ever going to change. You're never going to have real casino gambling. You're not going to have no slot machines in the racetracks. All of these things are pipe dreams by well-meaning people, but uh, that's not Florida, man. It's a Bible-thumping, Neanderthal, uh, mugwump, uh, illegal alien, whatever the hell it is. It's very sad. But it's paradise. WQAM. Maricon. WQAM. Hola. Hi, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Uh, the Flyers will put you out of your misery tonight. Probably. Oh, and then that's it. There you go. There's another one. Another good sports fan. The Flyers will put you out of your misery. Can't discuss it at all. I admit the Leafs are sticking to the joint out. The Flyers are a better team. They're playing a lot better. Can't have a real discussion. This is a, And this letter writer, this idiot, you know, I have to agree with Mo. I have to agree with Mo for once in my life, who was getting hysterical about this letter in the Herald yesterday. And that is that you people can't, most of you can't have a real discussion with anybody, especially <laughs> if there's any disagreement involved. It's the little hit and run, you know. You're real big guys behind the enemy of the phone. Bunch of pussies is what most of you are. I mean, I'm really wounded by that, okay? You know, I've been a Leaf fan for 45 years, and since 67, it's been nothing but disappointment after disappointment. So I'm used to it. i got plenty of practice. It ain't going to be the end of my life. But that, that's, a, that's a hockey conversation. They'll put you out of your misery now. First of all, I'm not in any misery. That's number one. I'm doing just fine. Asshole. God, what a, what a pleasant place. My team's better than yours. And you know something? If they wind up playing Ottawa or New Jersey next, the Flyers will get their ass kicked. Okay, I guarantee you that. How do you like that, sir? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Put your Eric Desjardin on his broken foot, Desjardin, and stick him too. He's out. Man, it is so pleasant. Better you than me, that's all I can tell you. WQAM. Welcome Deal. to Pleasantville. Yes, sir. This may be paradise, but you'll never see a paradise. Yeah, that's what I said before. Thanks for using my material. Isn't that clever? <laughs> You're right, man. That Mo, he hit it on the head this morning. I'm almost starting to like him a little bit. I said almost, and I did say a very, very little, little bit. Well, when he's right, he's right. It hasn't happened before, but there's a first time for everything. Although he did go on to say, well, about most of our callers really have something to say. 90% yeah, I've heard your calls. Who the hell are you kidding? The same losers, the same handful of um, nitwits. Why can't you just tell it like it is, okay? You don't have to suck up to the uh, callers, okay, Mo? Most of them ain't getting no diaries. They're not going to help you out, the freaking callers. The ones that go, like that. Anyway, how many times did you hear about it? Do you think that Todd Dreck is ever going to send us any new copy for any of his accounts? No. I, I just ask that. I'm just thinking out loud. I'm not saying that on the air, and I'm certainly not asking anybody in particular that. I'm just wondering to myself, you know? I wonder, wonder who wrote the Book of Love. And it sure as hell wasn't him. Todd, man, if anybody ever lived up to the name, Dreck is where it's at. You really are it. And, of course, you know how it is. Now that's grand, they took a week and a half. They still haven't scraped her ass off the floor back there. They better get her up by Wednesday, don't you think? Nah, no. Because I hear somebody's coming back to give her a real important gift on Wednesday. Roy! For assistant, for uh, whatever it is, day. <laughs> How many times did you hear about a great opportunity, but you just didn't reach out and grab it in time, and it slipped away? Well, right now is one of those times. Don't let this opportunity miss by you. Interest rates have gone down even lower than before. Financial Group was offering you an interest rate of 3.45%. Then they lowered it to 2.95%. Now rates have gone down even lower. 2.45% financing with Financial Group. That's right, 2.45%. Call Financial Group toll-free at 1-800-940-LEND. 
How long will these interest rates last? You may be wondering. Well, probably not very long. It's a window of opportunity, which we invite you to hop right on through with Financial Group. Get yourself an incredible low rate of just 2.45% and save yourself thousands and zillions of dollars. Call Financial Group today. There's no obligation. They'll explain it to you. Call 1-800-940-LEND. What will 2.45% financing do to those monthly payments? Here's the answer. If you have a $200,000 loan, you pay only $786 a month. If you have a $100,000 loan, you pay only $393 a month. So do it now. Call Financial Group, 1-800-940-LEND, 1-800-940-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Credit restrictions apply. Rates are subject to change without notice. 5.34 APR. I am Effusion's head coach, and I love the Queen of South Florida, Neil Rogers. Should be in Buckingham Palace, but we'll keep him here. Real American assholes. We salute you, Mr. Dance by Yourself Guy. Dance by Yourself Guy. You think she's dancing with you. Then she rubs another man's crotch. Most men would leave the floor with their heads hung low, but not you. You feel the rhythm in your soul and the peach snops coursing through your veins. Sure, people are looking at you, judging you, wishing you were dead. But you don't care. You just do a spin move and party on. Finally, you make your move, only to find out that her boyfriend did time and enjoyed it. So we salute you, Mr. Dance by Yourself Guy, your broken jaw, your ambulance driver, and your parachute pants. You are a real American asshole. You asshole. From 17 at 560 WQM, happy Monday to you, whether you like it or not. A lot of sour people there, you know, I don't know what it is. Anyway, we're asking on our website today, maybe they eat uh, too many bad meals at too many bad restaurants. Could that be at too many bad restaurantes? Apparently there's plenty. Where would you never eat even if they gave you the food for free? We're asking on neilrogers.com today. we got over 500 votes, 503 to be exact. If it's free, I'll eat it, 183. 36.3% are such freeloaders that even if it tasted like mung, even if it was like slime, it was slopped, if it's free, they'll eat it. McDonald's, 55. I've changed it again. I hate it. McDonald's, like I said, 56. South Florida Stadium food, 45. The Swap Shop food, 39. Pizza Hut, 34. Burger King, Still got the same number of votes? Huh. I'm waiting. Oh, I'm sorry. 30, man. God almighty. Arby's 25. Denny's 23. Miami Subs 19. Olive Garden 12. See, it is that kind of a day, you know what? It is. Popeye's 9. Waffle House 7. Roadhouse Grill 6. Applebee's and Little Red Caboose each have 4. Little Red Caboose will turn you loose. Dairy Queen 3 with their Brazier specials. Smith and Malinsky, three, KFC, three, and Boston Chicken's got one. Oh, 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 oh. They got one. What, what? Now, which one of our fine sponsors is right next door? It's uh, Delights is right by Boston Chicken, right? I don't know. In Boca. Well, what do you mean you don't know? Don't what know is your story, man? What is your story? We never had to go there. Remember, the food would show up here whether we, uh, when we wanted it. Israel seeks pipeline for Iraqi oil. We already had this story. I mean, Lynn breathlessly. Thank you, Lynn, but we already had this story. And by the way, tell them. Oh, that was going to be my poll question tomorrow. Kenneth Musmacho, Matt Damon or Matt Drudge? Huh? Oh, I got the rest of that story there. She'd have a nervous breakdown. My good, close, personal friend, Lynn, who's got that obsession with Miss the Drudgemeister, with that lady. 
I got I got it right here. I'm, I might might get to that one of these days soon. About her sending those roses to David Brock. But at any rate, well, it is uh, assistant uh, day or something like that, isn't it? Send it to your professional ass day. Israel seeks pipeline for Iraqi oil plants, and we did say this, but it's worth repeating because this should give you a little better insight as to what's going on. Plans to build a pipeline to siphon oil from newly conquered Iraq to Israel are being discussed between Washington, Tel Aviv, and potential future governments in Baghdad. The plan envisages the reconstruction of an old pipeline inactive since the end of the British mandate in Palestine in 48, when the flow from Iraq's northern oil fields to Palestine was redirected to Syria. Oh, no. Now its resurrection would transform economic power in the region, bringing revenue to the new U.S.-dominated Iraq, cutting out Syria, and solving Israel's energy crisis at a stroke. It would also create an endless and easily accessible source of cheap Iraqi oil for the U.S. guaranteed by reliable allies other than Saudi Arabia, a keystone of U.S. foreign policy for decades and especially since 9-11. Until 48, the pipeline ran from the Kurdish-controlled city of Mosul to the Israeli port of Haifa on its northern Mediterranean coast. The revival of the pipeline was first discussed openly by the Israeli Minister for National Infrastructures, Joseph Peritsky, according to the Israeli newspaper Haaretz, and we had this last week. The paper quotes Peritsky as saying that the pipeline would cut Israel's energy bill drastically, probably by more than 25%, since the country is currently largely dependent on extensive imports from Russia. There you go. See, maybe Lynn was busy plunging her guts out in Vegas when we had the story the first time, but it bears repeating again. Thanks, sweetheart. Kenneth Masmacho. Oh, I'm sorry. Matt Dillon. Oh, I would agree. Are you kidding me? Matt Dillon? <laughs> Matt Damon. How about oh, Sheriff Matt Dillon? 5670560, pound 560. I don't know what it is. I feel like I'm on magic mushrooms or something today. Maybe it's these great friendly calls. WQIM. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, can I talk to Neil? Speaking. Hey, Neil, it's, I just want to talk about Mo. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, you ever heard the term better deal you? Tom what? You ever heard the term better deal ya? Better deal ya? Yeah, we got a better deal for you, okay? It's called the dial tone. 5670560, pound, go back to New York too while you're at it. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. Uh, oh, you know who this is going to be on 9 again? Uh, WQAM Chronic Line. No, it's Beth pregnant. <gasps> it's the Dipsy Broad. Oh, my God. After all this time, Mel, Gilbert's girlfriend. What did she just say? I have no idea. Is something pregnant? That's Gilbert's girlfriend? Well, <laughs> that's been the running gag. I don't think either one of them could stand each other. Uh, Canis Masmacho, Matt Dillon, Matt Damon, or Matt Drudge? <laughs> Matt Damon gets my vote. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. On a very, very bizarre Monday. Oh, actually, okay, you know. In kind of a bizarre way, like I said. We like bizarre. WQAM. I'll tell you what. He's done. Yeah. WQAM. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, buddy. I've got a spy report for How you. How you doing, Pally? Yeah. I was at the uh, Hurricanes game this weekend, Saturday, Saturday if night. Sir, if you're going to tell me that the beast was picking out, I'm going to get so mad I may have another stroke. Well, you know, I saw him, and I told him I was calling Neil Rogers on Monday. I asked him where his black sack was. I don't know how he could sit there and eat that food sitting right next to Chosa Gatton. He, he was actually eating uh, stuff off of his uh, diet? Yes. He was picking out. He was picking out. I got a side report on Chosa Gatton. Yeah. My uh, my buddy's at the game with me. He went to the bathroom and Sagaki was walking, went down in the bathroom also. Sagaki was, when he got through, he was shaking it, and he hung like a gnat. 
<laughs> okay, well, I'm glad that you're concerned about it, okay? Joe Zagaki sucks, okay? There's a guy with a Joe Zagaki penis report. Well, I guess it kind of fits right. Maybe it was confusing uh, with his face, okay? We always call Joe old penis puss. Yeah. Well, you did anyway. I never said that. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. You know what he really wanted to hear? Oh my! Oh my! That's what the guy wanted. He didn't have the balls to ask for it, so I, you know, I had to sneak it in. We know what you want. And quit looking at you as a private. The beast is very upset. Hello. Yes, sir. Speak to me. Neil, God. Yes, I am. I have a billboard spy report. Has anybody told you about the billboards around town? What do you mean, our billboards? Yeah, they've, yeah, been, up, they've been up. They've been up for two months. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, there's one on the turnpike where they have a uh, hundred yards down further south. They have uh, Moe's uh, billboard bringing up your rear. No, you got it the other way around. I'm on Moe's rear. I'm on Moe's ass. Uh, well, Which you ought to be on, used to. On the air, but he's on yours. Yeah. Well, that's, that's all I got. Okay, thanks for the exciting news. And by the way, uh, Hitler just uh, shot himself in the head. Unbelievable. Yeah. So the beast is upset? He called breathless. Breathless with anger. That this yeah. guy was saying that stuff. Well, he I said mean, all he had was call, soup. People can call in and say any crap they want, just like they were telling us that Boo Shambi blew up and gained all the weight back, and Muff came running breathlessly in there and saying, oh, no, no, he's uh, still svelte and never gained back an ounce. He said so he had I'm, nothing but soup. Yeah. And well, let me ask you, was, was the soup on his Balance for Life diet? No. He didn't tell me that. I mean, soup, he could have had like a big bowl of clam chowder. Do you know right. how fattening that is? I mean, I love New England clam chowder. And, of course, him being from Boston, he's probably eating New England clam chowder. Probably about a gallon. He probably had like like a whole, uh, what you call it of it? What do they? What do you carry coffee in a uh, thing, a thermos? Yeah. Huh? Because it keeps it hot. He probably had a big steaming uh, thermos of New England clam chowder and a couple of them sausages there. What a great segue to Balance for Life. You know, once upon a time, we had a little round, whirly-poly guy called the Beast. He used to be on Balance for Life. We're getting him off of it now. We're going to find somebody else, some other fat person at QAM that really would appreciate and enjoy the food and stay on the program. He lost 62 pounds, and that's with cheating like every other day. Can you imagine if he really would have done it the right way? He'd be like a svelte right now, probably getting laid once or twice a day. Maybe with himself, but nevertheless something. Balance for Life is the great way to lose the weight because it's easy. Even a schmuck like the Beast can do it. Because they do all the figuring for you. The only choice you have to make is on that menu they send you once a week. You pick between two choices for each meal every day that you're on a program. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, and your snacks. You get to choose between two for all of those five meals. In your little black sack when they deliver the food to you every morning by six. There it is, all the food for the entire day. Nothing to guess, nothing to buy, nothing to count. Three gourmet meals, two delicious snacks, and it's all fresh and delicious, made with fine ingredients. You just pop your little microwave trays in the microwave. Some of the stuff, you don't even have to do that. Like I wouldn't suggest... When they give you the oatmeal cookie, probably don't nuke that, wouldn't you think? Oh, come on. Hot cookie. No, there is nothing like a hot cookie. Three gourmet meals and two delicious snacks, so there's plenty of food to keep you full all day long. And the best part of the deal is nothing frozen, nothing prefabricated, no little teeny tiny containers with lots of chemicals in them like those other joints. So let Balance for Life help you lose the weight and get rid of that big, disgusting, unhealthy fat blob. Call them today, 954. In fact, speaking of getting rid of that big fat blob, what about the beast? Call 954-568-3229. 954-568-3229. No soup, by the way. Or check them out on their uh, website at balanceforlife.com. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. You call that a penis? 
1230 at 560 WQM. For that loser from Philly, that Flyer fan, I called a half hour ago with this quick hit and run. I should like to point out to the audience that Saturday, in case they didn't see the game, which is the overwhelming majority, most don't care anyway, but Saturday in Philly when they sang Oh Canada first before, uh, in fact, it's Gene Hart's daughter. He used to do the play-by-play for the Flyers for years, Gene Hart. Another taste of tasty cake. He was, uh, he was good. But uh, she's the one. She's great. She's beautiful, and she's a great singer. She sings uh, both national anthems. But when she started Oh Canada, the crowd in Philly, a lot of those boorish assholes were booing again. They're back to that crap again. Back to the old booing crap again. Philly, the most obnoxious, the most hostile, the nastiest, most belligerent people on the face of the earth. Just go to any kind of a sporting event there. Talk to Mike Schmidt or anybody else who played sports in Philly, and they'll tell you the Philly fans are crap, okay? They're garbage. So, in fact, I might, when the show is over, I might just call up Pat Quinn and say, you know, Pat, you better get the team to win tonight. At least play a good game and give them a... And, and if, if not even win tonight, just to injure a few more of them would be good. Just out of spite. Anything having to do with Philadelphia makes me want to vomit, okay? Except, of course, for Dick Clark. Anybody yeah. else? I'm, I'm trying to think of other people from, from uh, Philly. Well, what's his name that they were accused of murder? Phil Spector. Philly Spector? Philly Spector. Anyway, this article was just faxed to me that you just sent it. It's so depressing, I'd like to blow my brains out. New reality show in the works starring O.J. This article was in the Fort Myers News Press today. Fort Myers' Norman Pardo, called, no relation to Don, I'm sure, called one of the most culturally diverse rednecks you'll see, is bringing O.J. Simpson back into the spotlight. Oh, man. Pardo's publicly traded company, Spiderboard International, Inc. Now, look at the way they spelled publicly. What, I got This find is in the Fort Myers <laughs> newspaper. Has signed a one-season contract with Urban American Television Network to televise a 13-week series starring O.J., the reality-based show will be aired during prime time starting in June. Well, if it's reality-based, maybe you can kill a couple of people. <laughs> UATVN has approximately 75 affiliates and comes into 22 million households through satellite TV. David Simon, UATVN Executive Vice President for Network Operations, declined to release more details about the show. I hear it's a killer. Oh, man. In the next two weeks, Simon says he expects to hold a press conference in the Miami area. Pardo, Spider-Boy, Corporate Officer Ken Greenberg and attorney Craig Brand have been working out details of the show with officials from the network. They'll meet in Fort Lauderdale. They met in Fort Lauderdale last Tuesday. I can't really describe the show because it's going to have a bunch of different things in it, Pardo said, but it'll be the hottest thing on the network. I can tell you that this is a format O.J.'s been looking for. Oh, man. Oh, brother. Pardo and Simpson have developed a friendship over more than two years, and Simpson's been quoted in the past as calling Pardo my redneck buddy. He's the most culturally diverse redneck I've ever met, Simon said with a chuckle. The world is changing, and it's changing for the better. Not if he's going to be on TV. 
Pardo has about 60 hours of tape of Simpson, most of which was shot during a 12-city tour from 2001 and 2. They were impressed with the amount of equipment we had, as well as the quality of the videos, Pardo said of the network. They thought they were more exciting than Anna Nicole and the Osbournes combined. Bunch of bloody magicians is what they sound like. Oh, man. How do you like that? Like I said, America loves a scumbag, man. Make no mistake about it. Here's another fax that says, well, about uh, yada, 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 setting up bases. Yeah, they're going to have three or four permanent bases, U.S., in Iraq. They're never leaving. Number two, it says, I was on a recent British Airways flight. Among the choices for the personal video was Bowling for Columbine. When I returned the cassette to the cabin crew, they told me it was the most popular selection among the number on the list. You know how many movies were on the list? About 30, man. I wonder if any U.S.-based airline would have the guts no. to offer Bolton for Columbine. No, no chance. Also, I think the hero letter was sent by Tom Jick in an attempt to have input on local radio matters. See, I, I think what's going on now, because uh, we discussed this before the show today, and, of course, with the economy the way it is and ad, uh, ads being cut back, because newspapers have traditionally hated radio like poison and been terrified of local radio. They don't like it because TV is a whole different category right. because it reaches far more people and the rates are very much higher. But the comparison would be between newspaper and radio sales right. ads. And so as a result, and I think uh, that's what they've got. He'd never admitted Tommy Jicka, but it's more than just a coincidence that absolutely nothing that's going on in local radio has gotten the word for over a year from Jicka, from uh, Glenn Garvin, from Kevin, I'm a baseball guy, now Baxter, any of these people. They would deny it, but guess what? There's nothing in there except, you know, some bin bed is on Y100 now, or, you know, some meaningless crap. Anything that might be perceived as publicity, forget about it. Not going to do it. Now, Jim Lentz from Plantation, you've only got 25 minutes to go to call in today to continue programming the entire radio station. And then when you do call in, be sure and let us know when you're done. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. QAM, hello. hello. QAM. Yes. Hello. Yes. Hello, Neil. How are you? I am good. Uh, a couple of things. First of all, uh, the mutineer. I don't know if it's too late to get on your call. Uh, the mutineer down in South Dade has a green fish. Really? Yeah. I don't care what they if, they, if they had to torture me, I wouldn't eat it. Okay. The second thing is, I was calling with a spy report about the turnpike. I've been sitting on the turnpike going south for in the, the South Dade extension for about 25 minutes. Uh, there's an accident that apparently was spreading across all six lanes, both directions. They've just opened it up again, so I guess that's the end of that. But it is pretty packed up all the way to, to Coral Way. <laughs> The, the uh, third thing is, uh, speaking of hockey, yeah. uh, what I'm really looking forward to is the matchup between the Ducks and the Stars. I, that's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be blood all over the ice. Why is that? I just don't think the Ducks are up to it. Do you? Well, who thought that they were up to the Red Wings? Exactly. <laughs> you talked about the Leafs not showing up. Where the heck are the Red don't, Wings? Don't sell the uh, Ducks short, okay? Don't sell them short. But, you know, it's, isn't that In Disney? addition to which, I hate the stars anyway, so uh, go Ducks. Well, let me ask you one more question. If you had to make a choice between the Flyers and the Devils winning the East, which one would you root for? Because I hate them both. I'd blow my brains out. Okay, well, we agree. Go, Senators, yep. go. Have a good time. Okay, Bye-bye. you too. Bye-bye. Go, Sens, go, if that's what it turns out. Of course, the Leafs haven't lost yet. It's not official. We still got that game tonight. Not looking too good, though. Not too promising. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. And you know something, win or lose, the fans here will comport themselves much more professionally and much more like real uh, people than they did in Philadelphia on Saturday and every day in Philly for any sporting event because they're a bunch of scumbags. Every street corner in Philly is loaded with scumbags. Man, you can even smell it. The slime. In fact, what happened? They must have had like a flood, and all the slime from Philly ran over across the river to Jersey. And that's what happened to Jersey. Jersey gets the knocks all the time, but all that stench and all that slime, it all came from Philly. Right across the freaking, uh, what is that bridge? The Ben Franklin Bridge. And what's the other one? Yes, can be. You've never been in Philadelphia, mm -hmm. huh? sir. Good. Good good choice. Cherry Hill, New Jersey's okay, though. Okay. WQAM. Hi, sir. WQAM, hello. Yeah, uh, I'm done. Yeah, you're done all right, just like the other guy before you started. WQAM, hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Okay, I got a restaurant for you. Okay. Church is chicken. Church is chicken. You <laughs> okay. All right, thank you, Neil. Thank you so much. That was uh, quick and to the point. Church, is we had these on there? Or like, yeah, uh, sure, what, what are we doing? Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, and what was the one that she said moments ago? Mutineer. Mutineer. Get the old mutineer on there, okay, with that swash uh, swishbuckler. The old pirate. If it's free, I'll eat it. 199 freeloaders out there. 36.5% of you say you don't give a crap what the deal is. If they paid for it, you'd eat it. Out of 550 some odd votes. 200 even now. If it's free, I'll eat it. McDonald's 59. South Florida Stadium Food 49. The Swap Shop Food 41. Pizza Hut 35. Burger King is still stuck there on... About 30, man. Arby's 28, Denny's 26, Miami Subs 20, the Olive Garden 16, it's Italianish, Popeye's 9, Waffle House 9 already. That just went on there, Waffle House, they hate it. I'm trying to think of ever, I can remember the Waffle House in Fort Lauderdale, somewhere. Yeah. But I don't think I ever ate there. Roadhouse Grill 6, KFC 5, Applebee's 5, Little Red Caboose 4, Smith and Walensky 3, and it's a Small Potato 7. Little Caesar's got a couple. Oh, oh, oh. Now, of course, this is so long ago with the bird and everything, it's hard for me to judge. But he used to rave about how great that pizza was. And I went in there with him one day. It was the saltiest. See, with me, I'm not into salt. You know, I never use salt to begin with. I, if food needs salt, first of all, then it's not good at all anyway. But pizza that's salty, you know what I'm saying? And you know oh. people that put salt on the pizza? Have you ever seen that? Yes. Oh, there, there's some people that put salt on everything. Rectum. Yeah, that too, probably, you know? <laughs> Not, not for this kid. 20 till 1. Salty Mad Dog. Jim Maddie to 1. Hank from Shula's at 3. Hurricane Hotline at 7. The Big oh! at 8. Eddie K from GA at 10 o'clock. With the odds on the games that haven't been invented yet with players that haven't been born yet and Joe and Mark overnight. Hey, if your carpets look like uh, they were born and died, like somebody had a bad accident, like maybe Dr. Laura's mother was visiting your living room. Mm. Here's the answer for you. Make your carpeting look and smell lemony fresh and just like brand new with our friends at Dry Concepts. No matter how much hell your carpets have been put through, they can take the nastiest looking and smelling carpets and with their dry cleaning method, exclusive and patented with Dry Concepts, they'll make them look just like brand new. You'll be amazed. They'll sm smell lemony fresh when they get done. They dry in a couple of hours and you'll look around and everybody would swear you had brand new carpeting laid right there on your floor. They also do a stupendous job of cleaning your upholstery, leather furniture, and, of course, uh, your expensive area and carpet uh, rugs and oriental rugs, too, your flying carpets. If you have problems with pet odors or mildew odors caused by water damage, they'll make those go away in a heartbeat, too. I've been using them in my house for well over 21 years, and you ought to be doing the same. Call Dry Concepts. They'll never let you down. No rip-offs, either. They give you a written, guaranteed price right up front before they start doing their sensational job. Call them toll-free, 1-800-248-5071. 
1-800-248-5071, or log on to their website at dryconcepts.com. It's true, when you call Dry Concepts, you really can clean today and entertain tonight. Live and local, this is Sports Radio 560, QAQAM. Rogers. God. Clear Channel wants you to show your support in our rally for Pax America. We'll be scheduling one in your town soon, so call your local Clear Channel on the corner and sign up now. All 50 of you will be supplied with our handheld patriotic signs of aid, and will be invited to enjoy our Texas-style Christian barbecue while flipping off liberal dissenters. The festivities will be capped off with a community boat-burning bonfire. All you have to remember is, march forward in lockstep, and don't blink your eyes. Hey! What? You blinked your eyes. Be a patriot, not a liberal book reader. The talented Phil Henry was once one of those, so we took him downstairs to the quiet room. We're aware that you're a nice guy, Mr. Henry. <laughs> I was a nice guy myself once. Yeah. Oh, I had my share of liberal views in the past, and I found out, Mr. Henry, that the world is a school of business. Are you sure? There is no need for free thought or creativity. Yeah, but let me say something first. Let me say There something. is only a need for Clear Channel, General Electric, Halliburton, Bechtel, Amico, Chevron, and Shell. Okay. From now on, Mr. Henry. Yeah? You will make all your perverted characters liberal dissenters. <clears throat> okay. Because, Mr. Henry, yeah? you're a radio dummy. All right, all right. Are you sure? 1246, somebody says, I love the Phil Henry bit that parodies Howard Beale's uh, meeting with Mr. Jensen. There it was. It's right on target. should be played about 30 times. In Phil's defense, it says he's gone back to the character stick. In my opinion, he's lost all credibility. He says the facts are, yeah, that's true. Lost all credibility. Very sad sellout. You know, and, and then they have the chutzpah to go, and naturally they put this in the paper. I noticed that uh, Glenn Garvin puts this in the people section. Whoever put that stuff in the Herald a few days ago. When he was lamenting the fact that, you know, this network show that he's supposed to be on or is on or whatever, he might uh, jeopardize that because he came out against, uh, you know, in favor of the war. Now, that's like saying I had the balls to come out and say I believe in God in America, you know, and I uh, might lose my uh, gig. Right. Or that you're gay. Ah. Red Lobster, how could we forget his right? Get Red Lobster on there immediately. I guarantee it'll zoom up that list real fast, okay? Can I change my vote? In fact, while the food may not be all that good, at least the portions are tiny. <laughs> and expensive. I mean, just unbelievable. It's like, uh, you know, that'll be $100 for what? Like for those three uh, turds on a the plate there? Yeah, that's it. You got it. The Red Loopster, man. It's just, uh, I don't want to go into it. Not one of our favorites on this show. No. Hey, that's just the way it goes, okay? The poll question is, where would you never eat if they gave you the food for free even? And we got 203, almost 36% said, if it's free, I'll eat it. They don't care. So I think that maybe a lot of these places would do a lot better, like Red Lobster, if they just said, free dinner tonight. Huh? And we'll be more than happy to promote it. <laughs> it's kind of like the free spaghetti dinner at Papado Park. Did a land office business, man. Do you know the last one that we did? We had 250 old yentas. I mean, uh, wonderful people lined up for that on the fourth floor. 250. And even my friend Dick Feinberg was shocked. He was aghast to see that many people, especially, you know, it was like toward the end of the uh, spring meet here. When things are kind of slowing down just a wee bit in South Florida. When all the snowbirds are going back up north to find a place where they can be safe. Like Toronto, for example. Where we can be safe. We only got SARS and West Nile virus. Other than that, and the Leafs. And those Flyer fans. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. This was a bizarre show today, but you know something? It was fine. It worked great. Yeah. 
It did. It was good. I like, yeah, I like a little, huh? We're still here. I like a little wackiness there, a little uh, goofiness. Not a lot, just the, <laughs> just the right amount. Jim and Plantation never called in, though, who wrote allegedly this letter that we think was penned by Petey Lenny with the cooperation of Jeff Defoe and uh, Paulie Mann. And yesterday's Herald, talk radio needs a boost. You need a boost, okay, Petey Lenny? We're out of the building, and thank God you got yourself one. And don't come back and visit anymore, not when I'm there. You idiot. See, we could take an, an interstation pool about which sales hold is the most uh, unacceptable. Mm. Past of course, if Petey Lenny would still be there, he'd have been uh, in the running. But I think between Fat Boy and Todd Dreck, there's the battle. There's the heart of the battle right there. No. You don't think? Fat Boy does come across with copy every now and again. Yeah. Todd, you're right. Todd Dreck wins. Oh, oh, oh. He just took the poll and Todd Dreck won. Oh, oh. Give him the good news. WQAM. WQAM. QAM, hello. Yes, sir. Is this Neil? Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. I'm calling in reference to uh, American Airlines CEOs. Yeah. If you have a bonehead of the year or idiot of the year award, yep. they got it for the year. That's right. You're right. They got it. And if there, there should be some type of investigation to go through their books. Well, they're only getting a few million, man, just while everybody else is supposed to be giving on 90% of their salary back. They're only getting millions. Now, that's, that's ludicrous. That's, I can't believe all these people's jobs is in jeopardy, and all the employees is willing to take a pay cut. They right. vote it, and then they just come along and say, okay, now let's get their money. Amen. Screw American, man. That's all I got. Thanks. Okay, thank you. Get a get a vote and a paddle. And, and Air Canada is back in court today, seeking uh, you know a little more protection, the bankruptcy protection. All the airlines, man, are in a crapper. That's right, they're in the crapper. And of course, first it was the uh, terrorism thing. We had 9/11, and now of course everybody's afraid to fly because of the SARS thing. And if you happen to see anybody on a plane who like coughs once, oh, I'm getting out of here. Where's the parachute? You know. I was telling George before the show today. I'm not really all that paranoid about it here. I'm walking the downtown. I hear anybody cough or sneeze. I just, you know, I, I just, well, I just start moving a little faster. I start moving into a canter and then like a wild dash and a mad run. I drop my bags, whatever I got on a, on the street, and that's it. See ya. Not nervous about it though. I think it would be a real good idea if people would stop going to funerals. It seems we got like three different episodes here right. where infected people have gone to funerals and jeopardized the other people there. Well, what's the big deal of going to a funeral? Why why can't you stay away? And we're talking about health care workers who should know better, you assholes. Jesus. Now, I will say this. Everything seems to be, you know, it's, it's not in the general community yet. When it is, you'll see me at the door. I'll be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a crusader and all that, but right. when it starts getting <laughs> when it starts getting a little bit too heavy duty, <laughs> when you see a lot of people with red faces and sneezing and gagging and uh, et cetera, uh, at that point I'll be at the airport and hope that somebody is still flying. And if not, I'll just rent a car and drive to Buffalo. 1252 at 560 QM. Hey, listen, and see, here's another. This, this copy is unacceptable, Todd. It's unacceptable. <laughs> just, just, you're pathetic. You're a loser. We can't stand you. We hate you. Anyway, if you're in a real dead-end job, you ought to be talking to our good friends at Fast Train because they can help you get a real career. Maybe a radio sales hole would be okay, like Todd, who's stealing money every day. Or how about a new hot-pen computer job, which is what Fast Train can help you get? They can train you in just four short months, and you can be getting a big, fat one every couple of weeks and a paycheck, too. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN and get all the details. 
Call them today. They offer you convenient day, evening, and weekend classes. Check out Fast Train on the web at FastTrain.com and get yourself out of that dead-end job working for peanuts and start making a real serious income and have some real skills, too. Call Fast Train today. They're all over town, so there's bound to be a location nearby you. Call them. Uh, they're in Miami, Kendall, Pembroke Pines, and Fort Lauderdale, and they'll be more than happy to tell you exactly where they are and where to go. And be sure and register at FastTrain.com to receive your free American flag bumper sticker. whoop de doo Pick up that phone and call Fast Train today. And when you call, be sure and tell them Todd Drick told you to call. They will laugh their ass off. Todd Drick with a capital D. Call Fast Train 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. The Middle Eastern world will be exploded, Saddam had people killed with the gas that we sold him. First time aggressor nation and the only one that's growing. Now more blood will be spilled to get that oil flowing. Forget about Korea and the nukes they're toting and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Three thousand people killed are now forgotten. Let's exploit them instead. Hey, there's oil to be gotten. Going after Saddam to placate Osama. There's no longer mention of the name Bin Laden. But no one seems concerned, all of being complacent. Believing every word of this cartel administration that controls us by fear through media manipulation. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Incredible. The loss of civil rights is the price that we're paying. We're all suspects now, not the Ashcroft is saying. I have nothing to hide, table talkers all are saying. Blind, obedient cattle don't have any reservation. Without unprovoked battle and world annihilation. Old regimes must fall in Halliburton installed. With no objection at all, Democrats don't have the balls in the right wing. is drilling it over and over into our brainwashed heads. Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Like I said, not a bad show today, except we are very bitterly disappointed that Jim and Plantation did not call. What a bad, bad break for us. You know what? Well, I guess he's not what you're looking for. With that book coming out on Friday... We're going to need some real tips, you know, depending on how things go, how to reprogram the station, get back on the right track. Get back on track. That's what we need to do at QAM, right? Absolutely correct. Sir. Right. Where would you never eat even if they gave you the food for free, we asked today on neilrogers.com. If it's free, I'll eat it. 209. If it's free, they'll eat it. 35%. Put it on a plate, they'll eat it. 
McDonald's 61, South Florida Stadium Food 50, Swap Shop Food 44, Pizza 38, Booger King has still got about 30, Arby's 29, Denny's 28, Miami Subs 21, Olive Garden 17, Popeye's 11, Waffle House 10, 7-Eleven food like them great pickled eggs 8, KFC 8, and it's uh, small potatoes after that. Bye, bye, bye! I'll take two. I'll take two small potatoes. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I'm getting pounded.